boys, I'm going to Vegas in a couple days, and I'm a little disappointed. Going where? I'm going Bro, to Vegas. <laughs> I'm so holy glad cow. I was we not the to, only one. You like, need to work on your pronunciation before you get there. But anyway, what did I continue. say? Vegas? What's wrong with that? There you go. It was better that time. What? You hate to see it. You hate to see it. <laughs> wow. Canceled right Anyways, Canada from Canada is going to Vegas. And I'm not getting a chance to see Dean and Zach live in person like I was expecting to. You're breaking my heart. Jackpot. No, I'm kidding. But wow. boys. Now, how dare you? <laughs> how dare That's you? a bingo. <laughs> I've been sick for the last, like, five days. I haven't called oh, in sick to work today. And Shauna has been bringing me liquid uh, echinacea, which like tastes like... It's called echinacea. It's Come called... On. It's like... It tastes like liquid Listen. raisins. It's the worst. Oof. And things like oil of oregano. I don't know if you guys have ever put oil of oregano under your tongue, but it is like a spicy, liquefied pizza under the tongue. It is not nice. Uh, and then tons of vitamin C. And she's just packing it, packing it into me. So my uh, question where? for you boys. Wow. Okay. Because the baldo. we're a worldly group here. We're a worldly group. I, okay. I need something else to take for medicine because I can't take any more oil of oregano. What? So what are your what are your symptoms though? You haven't told us sickness what like runny nose, throat aches, headaches, sneezy, like running, like just all the things, all the things, yeah. allergies, body Dude, aches, chicken little soup and Seven Up, bro, easy. That's what I want to know. <laughs> what are your home remedies yeah. for illness, and what ones have been maybe passed through the generations of the of Galvin. the families? You need a super Mexican answer right there. Yeah. Super Mexican answer, Dean. Seven yeah, up. yeah, that's it. Do you put the Seven Up in the soup? Dude, put uh, some fucking Vicks on your chest before you go to bed. You're there fucking you go. good, bro. Vicks is you take, good, actually. You take some wine, but this has to be on like a Friday when you're going to sleep a lot. You take some wine, boil the wine with a little bit of cinnamon. Oh, okay. And take a I shot of that. I've never wow. heard of this. Is this a Portuguese thing? And go to bed. Oh, my God. Wow. You'll, you'll wake up it's like the risen thing. sun. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I like uh, those, emer- those emergency... I usually you're only supposed to take like one a day, but I'll down like three when I'm sick. Oh like it's God. probably not good for you, but I always feel great like the next day. I don't think that's regulated in Canada. I've never even yeah. heard of that before. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, it's like a that's like a thousand grams of vitamin C and like all the vitamins oh. that you need. No oregano, Ben. You just you just put it in water and it just makes never like a do the fizzy oregano orange man. drink. <laughs> that sounds yeah, horrendous. That's... I've never ever heard of that. So the second Seven Up and Vicks Vapor Rub absolutely remedies. You got to uh, send actually, him a recipe for caldo. That's right. Yeah, we'll, we'll got you. Gigi Caldo? will send you something. But I, <laughs> he tried. Like he tried. Caldo? I don't know if he tried at all. Okay. Well, how about how about trying you, uh... is at least saying Caldo. <laughs> okay. I, I do agree okay. with Bob Dylan. Um, I wouldn't ask Caldo us, but Darth Maul. go to a doctor. <laughs> go to a doctor. Don't go to a doctor. Don't listen to healthcare in Canada. What the it hell? is true. It's not going to bankrupt you to go to the doctor, unlike here. It's seven really... up and burnt wine. Was my notes that <laughs> yeah. I took from that. Like his but tongue so, is all blistered from the oregano. Like, I'm trying to figure out what's wrong with you. you so with the t- vapor, that's all he tastes. With the vapor rub, put it on your feet and then put socks on. That's like the extra Mexican thing to do. I'm pretty sure it does oh, nothing, but that's what we do. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, I mean, so are you, are you at any risk of like your trip being canceled? I hope not. So, like, not for me, but I'm worried I'm going to get Shauna sick. So she's been blasting me yeah. full of medication so I don't get her sick. We leave in eight days. And I've never been there before. She's never been there before. We've She's never even been on a plane before. So it's it's an exciting trip. We can't afford to wow. get sick. 
That's eight right. days. You got it's like almost like you couldn't afford to come to Texas, and then you know now you're going to Vegas. Can someone Photoshop a picture of Ben on Eddie Murphy's head for the Coming to America, please, <laughs> and post that in the group? I would love to see that. I, I see <laughs> this change in plan and it going sending you to Vegas. Ten grand on black, baby. Just walk in there. MGM Grand, ten grand on black. When I th- when I win, I'll think of John. That's it. Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. You've got a billion toys. Oh. You brought in your doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash Collecting Weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. Hey, guys. My name is Zach. I'm Dean. I'm John. I'm Marco, reporting live from Vegas. <laughs> Vegas. And wow. Welcome to this week's I episode. I did not say it like that. <laughs> well, Watch it back. Check Watch the tape. Yeah, check, check the tape. <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. It's the weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this week in collecting. Let I, I I can't not do it now. Let's let's check the tape here. What did what did Ben say to start <laughs> wow, the show? Wow, live VRR. Dean says he go. heard Fergus. No, no he's, I heard Vegas. Boys, I'm going to Vegas in a couple days. And I'm right. like, oh, I think he's good. I think he's good. good. We. I heard it with an F. Yeah, Vegas. Vegas. I roll my going to the wrong place, bro. <laughs> Get your money back. <laughs> no wonder it was so cheap. They're so <laughs> <in> Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> I just oh, he's boy. going to Vegas he's going to pick up a, f- a figure whoa <laughs> wow whoa <laughs> Jesus Christ I had to be careful there because that, that was a lot, of, a lot of money <laughs> I was walking a tightrope <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> Oh boy, we we we're already out there so we're going to have a great show today we we don't have a ton of news but the news we do have uh, it'll it, it'll be interesting there's, there's a lot of competition cool. A lot of competition for some of this uh, third-party stuff. Uh, anyways, Dean, we have a very special segment that we kick off uh, all of our shows here at Collecting Weekly. Yeah, you guys ready? Yes. It's new this week. Yeah, yeah. What'd you get new this week? I don't. I don't think I got anything. So you guys take it away. You're on me a bit. Hate to see it. I muted myself. I was checking with Alvin J because he just said that there's three toy stores in Vegas that I need to check out. Uh, so Alvin messaged me in the chat mm-hmm. afterwards. Good sir. I was not feeling well on the weekend, like I told you guys earlier, and I was sitting there on the couch playing some San Andreas, and Shauna walks up behind me, reaches around. Don't get excited. Whoa! Uh, wow! One could be so lucky. Don't get excited. <laughs> And, and hands me a Venom comic. She went to um, a marketplace, I guess, with her girlfriend on the weekend. Uh, they had a nice little brunch and stuff. And then 
she surprised me with a cool um, Venom um, comic book. So I was I was stoked. I she doesn't treat me with like collectibles very often. Uh, like I like chocolate a lot. She'll bring me a lot of chocolate. Uh, but we've been trying to hit the gym and look good for the the pools in Vegas. Um, so. She treated me with this, and I was free stoked about it. So I wanted to share you. Don't say it like that either. You sound like yeah, Borat. <laughs> Don't say it like that. <laughs> say it like a normal person. I'm not going to make it back from the states alive. I can't. You're not alive. Sorry, my my Did fiance here is like mute. You. <laughs> don't don't do that, Ben. This Jesus is awesome. Bro. I'm here this in the a... USA. Yeah, there you go. I was damn good, actually. <laughs> oh, I should. Uh, I, so I'm gonna miss the Tuesday show next week as a result. Oh, okay. Maybe I should You're like tune in live on the strip and give you guys a wave and then go back to my. That would be great. Go back to that my my Wow. Uh, we got Toy Mafia in the chat. Sam Gist, uh, Comics, Bad Fish, Jazzy, Let's Go, Vintage Rebellion. Uh, Saifel says, glad to have caught you guys live. I'm usually stuck watching the rewatch. Hope everyone is well. Hope you're well, buddy. That's awesome that you're here. Uh, 12-inch Moose Stream, Yo! Community of Collectors, Alvin, J. Tukatri, Baby Boy 562 We're back. Excited for the Ben Thomas Show featuring Friends. You'll love to see it. What the hell? Uh, Alad is in the chat. Uh, he says, y'all speak English. Absolute Irwin on Common Flex to Country. Remember when Zach used to be punctual starting the show? Okay, first off, how dare you? <laughs> Second off, I th- we're having a nice little pre-show moment. Just th- just the the what is it? Five six of us. And I was finishing Jeopardy, so fuck you, Tukatri. Um, Alvin J says, oh. waiting for dinner. My son is making lasagna by himself. I taught him well. Hashtag proud dad awesome. moment. Ooh. The Coolio, the great and powerful ox there, always on time, our time. <laughs> I love that. Uh, ox Wonderland tracking never updates. Jesus Christ, is John on, on charge of the start button on this it's show? Like too? Savages. Like oh, savages. Wizard is never late. We're late like one time. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Universal Key, uh, evening everyone. Sly for Jason Nelson. Uh, good evening all. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Philip the Fool. I saw Philip this weekend. What a guy. John Ortiz. Bob is he really Dylan. a fool? No, he's a cool guy, even though he uh, he won't give up the name of who spilled the beer in my house. Uh, Bob Dylan says, take actual medicine, get tested for COVID, and uh, I'm not even going to attempt to read that. Uh, fat, thank you. Pax, uh, fat tyke inside. <laughs> John Ortiz says, rubbing an egg. Yeah, there you go. That'll fix you right up. 160's nuts, stay out of the spice rack and go to the medicine cabinet. Look at that. Anthony in the chat. PT work, Sean Lockridge, Equan. You love to see it. Yeah, great showing there. If Sean uh, walks down the stairs later and I'm in the kitchen rubbing an egg, like I blame, I blame this show. I'm just saying. Wow. I'm just saying. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Philip the Fool, I'll forever be paying for this beer I didn't spill. Someone spilled a beer in my house, and we were watching Game of con- Thrones. And there I'm was a beer spill. You at this point? No, there's no way. It wasn't even where I was sitting. Uh, so I um, shout out to Equan because, boy, Hasbro, Hasbro Pulse, their app. It's not very intuitive. So you go on, on their page, and they tell you there's a 35, uh, 30% and a 35% warehouse sale. And you're like, okay, cool. So I added a figure to my cart, and I'm like, okay, well, it's definitely not on sale. And so I was like, well, that's the end of that. So um, I was asking Equan because I know he has a membership to Pulse. And I was like, hey, I don't understand. Like, th- There's no terms and conditions listed on this deal. It just says you know, 35% off uh, if you're a, a Pulse member, 30% if you're not. Um, and this figure, this Iron Man uh, retro with the proton cannon is in the sales page. I was like, I don't understand why it's not working. And he's like, oh, yeah, you have to spin 75 80 bucks, whatever. 
It's like, okay, well, that's stupid because it doesn't say that anywhere on the website. Even on the big-ass graphic, it just says take 35% off your whole cart. Uh, and so I was like, okay, well, I'll just get two of them because I couldn't figure out what else to get. And holy shit, this figure is awesome. Now, at first, when I was looking at the reviews, I was thinking, like, man, those dummies can't pose. Like, it can't be that hard to make this dude hold this cannon, you know, just standing up without the little plastic piece. It's bigger and than the figure, though. It's huge. It, it It's hard to really put into perspective how huge this cannon is. And it is dense. It's like... A so like, you could put this in a sock and beat the hell out of somebody. Wow. And I will say, though, the plastic that Hasbro used, you can kind of see in this photo, it's not, like, really clear plastic like the Moffex or the figure art stands. It's more opaque. But it kind of blends in with the, the color I have in the background. And it's not too obtrusive. And it holds it at a really nice angle. So um, shout out to Equan on this. I think after the discount, it was, like, just a little bit more expensive than a normal Marvel Legends. And with all the different head options and this big-ass can, and I certainly think it's worth the price. Uh, and then I picked up uh, the Retro War Machine to go with it. Uh, it was on sale on Amazon Prime. And um, I was looking at some of the different uh, cel-shaded figures, and the Cyclops caught my eye. Uh, but I missed the boat on this one, and so he's like 50 60 bucks. 60 um, I had found a guy locally that had one, but his ankle was broken. And so he only wanted 10 bucks for it. And Whoa. so... Um, all I had to do was take a hobby vice and a nail and basically just pin the joint. And it's not like a hundred percent fix, but it's good enough. Uh, I could probably take it apart and just drill the pin just probably like a millimeter deeper and it'd be perfect. But, um, for a quick little fix, uh, you know, it worked out great. And I saved myself like almost 40 bucks. Uh, looks awesome so, too. I, I shouldn't yeah. be asking this question cause I don't need to go down this rabbit hole, but what Cyclops is this? So this is from the 90s um, X-Men animated show. Okay, well, obviously um, that. Sorry. What's the... <laughs> like, oh, I'm sorry. Wait, right, wait, it wasn't what a was complete the casual. Like, what <laughs> line is this from? Who makes this? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, well, I don't know. Yeah, uh, this is was... Marvel Legends. So um, it's like Hasbro's you know, $20, $30 figure line. I think the VHS packages are a bit more expensive out of, out of the yeah. gate. Mm -hmm. um, Hot but, Toys yeah. Twin Company. Yeah, there you go. Oh gosh. And uh, yeah, this one's awesome, and it's it's making me want to pick up other cell shaded figures because I think it looks really good on the shelf. Yeah, it looks amazing. Um, I love the setup. Yeah, so th there's there's this. I, I'm gonna move the Spider Man eventually and put the Hasbro uh, one, so I have all Legends on the shelf. But you know, it's a nice little pickup, and I saved a nice little chunk of change with uh, Pulse and then uh, the uh, what was it? Pulse and then uh, Amazon. Uh, so let's get into the news. So we have the preview for the Iron Man Mark 7 D100 version. Um, this is most likely going to be very similar to the uh, the last time that, that they've done something like this, which was the stealth suit Captain America. Uh, so it looks like Sideshow again was given 300 pieces, uh, and, and you have to kind of go through the RSVP system uh, in order to potentially get one. Now, um, I want to say last time John or Dean or anyone on the panel, if you guys can remember, the special bonus wasn't actually an accessory for the figure. I think it was like a, a coupon code that you actually could not use on the figure. So it's like you had to buy something different. Is that correct with, with what's attached to this one? That's right. It was a 30% off coupon. Gotcha. So this that this you one, couldn't use on the on the cap. You're right. Okay, exactly. So in this case, when you RSVP, you do get that special bonus and it is another coupon. Um, now, I hope that Sideshow has learned from their experience, from all the collectors that were upset that 
you know, were stuck on a loading page or their website crashed. I doubt it because I think it's somehow these uh, server issues still happen. Uh, but it didn't go up today, so um, for some reason I, I just had assumed it would, uh, and it hadn't. So so we'll see when this goes up. We'll, of course, update you guys on how that goes. Uh, but looking at the figure, uh, I'm it's very Silver Centurion uh, color schemes, so it's mostly red and silver. Um, and you do get this really sick, like, Avengers A motif on the back, which I think looks really good. Uh, it does come uh, on and off the base. Uh, which is really neat. Uh, but, you know, if you have the Mark 7, you're pretty familiar with the articulation and the accessories that you get with this. So I don't I don't really think that they've re-engineered anything um, as far as I can see on just a quick uh, cursory glance. Um, my only complaint really about this, um, and again, we don't have the price point, is the, the logo, while it does look really good, and I do like the theme that they're going for, I would have liked for them to lean a bit more heavily into the Disney 100 uh, branding and do a Disney logo back there. Um, the Avengers logo, we've seen that on a bunch of different Hot Toys stuff, but I feel like to really make it feel special, since this suit, you know, is just kind of a color combination they've made for this figure, I think it would have been nice, maybe instead of Marvel in the front, if this said D100, or even if the backdrop on the back had, you know, some sort of Disney castle or something similar, uh, just to tie it better into the D100 theme. Uh, what do you think about it, Dean? Yeah, it's uh you know it's a reissue. It's it's a, I mean it's a little different but it, like just the colors it's just another Mark 7. I like it about as much as I like Neon Tech. I think it's fucking worthless, but you know it still looks cool. Objectively it's a cool figure. I I used to own the Mark 7. Um but again, it's not from any particular movie or scene so it's like what's the point just my opinion nick's collection says howard chan defended his championship and immediately announced another iron man what a power move i know that the video's not up but nick's collection this weekend had uh done a i don't know i don't know the exact term because i'm not that into wrestling but it was like a 30 man match which was oh thank you royal rumble which i didn't know how that was gonna go i thought all 30 were gonna start in the ring at once i was like bro that's gonna be fucking madness uh but it was such a fun watch in fact we had a video that was supposed to go live during his um stream and we bumped it back i was like bro this is fucking wild um so i hope that nick does something like that again in the future um i know he had to take it down for you know different reasons but it was an experience and it was kind of one of those you had to be there moments which you don't often get in this streaming hobby i guess uh but it and was you could awesome, really so. you could really tell he put a lot of time and effort into it so i just wanted yeah, to commend him on that and i've got an idea for his next boss if he ever does another one and i hope he does i got an hey, idea baby. for the final boss thanks <laughs> thank you marco I'll, I'll take the honors um yeah phillips is one of the funnest times i've had watching a stream uh so John, a remake, a reissue, and celebration of 100 years of Disney. Does this get the everyday collector seal of approval for the limited nature? No, it's not limited. It's 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 limited to sideshow, but then you can just go on wherever else and pick it up. I think it's 1500 it's, worldwide. Yeah, it is okay. limited worldwide. Is there, is there a number on it? Is there a number on any packaging? Is there going to be a number? On under the base, under his foot. I not don't that know. we've seen. So, 
Come on. If you're going to make it uh, a low ES, put an ES on it. Put some... Agreed. Right? Totally. Put, some, put an e Don't tell me it's going to be 1500 and then uh, we don't understand if it's going to be Sideshow or this, that. Put an ES on it. Uh, this just shows you how their business... Uh, Bob Dylan says, rumor has it, instead of divorcing his wife, Howard sent her to the tanning salon and gave her a new name. Jesus Thanks, Christ. <laughs> for the super chat. Um, That's awesome. It's it's a remake. Like uh, so over this, it's it's like beating a dead horse. It just goes to show you how how they care about these licenses and these celebrations and stuff. It's it's a hundred years. Disney's marking a hundred years, and they're doing a freaking repaint of the Mark Seven. How is it? Is it exciting? Of course, it's not exciting. Um, do like uh, something cool, something different. I don't know. This is not different. This is that thing. What what is he standing on? It looks like it's an award. I don't fucking know. It's just a repaint of the uh, Mark One base that I think was a repaint of another base already. Maybe well, the that plastic cap yeah. behind them. So Bob Dylan sent me a message right now. He said the quantity is 250 units to Japan, 250 to Hong Kong, 300 to the U.S., 108 to Taiwan, and then 500 to China. So um, that's kind of the distribution. So let me ask you this, John. Mm. Uh, I guess in the statue community, you know, when there is a numbered edition, they, you know, they have those numbers on the bottom of the base coming from that background. Do you think that, and I don't want to like get us in any trouble here, but do you think that this number, there is more than 1500 they claim, or do you think that's a risk because they're not individually? Well, we numbered? don't know. We don't know. Right. You'll never know. They can claim yeah. this, that, and whatever. We don't know. Mm -hmm. um, Cause I always wonder with statues, right? Like, let's say John, you have a statue and it's number 36. Like, the odds of you ever finding another collector that has 36. Yeah, you know but that I mean? would like, be, I, I don't think that would happen. I, I don't think, like, that would be detrimental to the business if that was ever found out. I think so, yeah. Right, so I don't think that would happen. If they put the number, the number is staying. Now, do they? can they make extras for possible uh, returns and parts and so forth? Sure. Sure, yeah. In the statue world. But, you know, people saying it's, I'm, I'm talking and it's hate. It's not hate, guys. This is like, this, what do you want me to do? Sit here and say, oh, 100 years celebrating Disney, all the IPs that Disney has under their belt that Hot Toys hasn't touched characters on. And what do you want me to do? Sit here and say this is fantastic? It's not. It's not okay. fantastic when there's so many other, other options. Oh, I would have loved Jump. to see a fucking Mickey Mouse. That would yeah. be cool. A Steamboat They Willie? did Winnie the Pooh. Like, it's yeah, totally possible. Story. That would have been sick, Dean. A hundred years? Fuck yeah, let's do it. Give me John a die-cast Mickey, bro. Can I ask about the criteria we're talking about, though? Like, you want to see Hot Toys not revisit old figures, move forward and, and release characters that they haven't touched yet, right? You want to see potentially addition sizes... And then you also want to see just just exciting. You want to see them step their game up overall in terms of quality. Is that what we're talking about? Because because if that's the criteria, I understand it, and you're not hating. It's just what you'd prefer for yourself. I I I pulled out this weekend. Wow. Okay. Okay. Wow. Poor choice. Jesus of Christ. Sorry. Okay. I I I, I, I didn't. Went, I, saw, oh I saw the the DX. 06 the jack sparrow this weekend I, I pulled that out of the storage and bespin luke and i opened them up and when you open them up for figures that were released god knows how long ago the black foam the the nice uh, built of the box the art on the box the 
the panel when you open the box that came with the little verbatim on star wars the way the figures were placed and displayed like we were paying for the experience that was like a premium experience what they're giving us now is horse shit and that's just it, end of story it is horse shit and every day that goes by it's getting worse and worse with every release that they're putting out you know it started to get a little bit good we got to a little point where we were like wow um maybe they're waking up a little bit you know they got the competition yeah. no, it's right back we talked we spoke way too early right back down Right yeah, I didn't down. feel like I didn't feel like in our kept the pressure, right? Because you know they haven't really done a lot in the past few months. Let me just uh, address Mars a few toys of these comments here. Oh, Mars toys has been stepping it up big time. I'd buy a really Mars have. toys over a hot toy any day right now. Yeah, Mark Choi says this. Uh, they really should have added some sort of custom markings or something. It's kind of boring. Nothing of this screams Disney a hundred year. And then uh, Vintage Rebellion, great comment here. Who, who cares about celebrating a hundred years of the Destroyer of Worlds? Their own. Their only original good stuff in the last 20 years is Pixar, and they can also thank Lucas for that. Yeah, they should definitely, I think, oh, first uh, season of Mando was like good. a Mickey or something like that. Like something yeah. more tied to Disney because... Yeah, Iron Man's not Disney at, at the heart of it. Well, not, not for Toy the majority Story. of the 100 years, right? Wait, right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Because for the past, because what, 20 years? Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Disney buy Marvel? Because it hasn't yeah. always been owned by, That's, by so, Disney, correct? Yeah, no, so remember when Spider-Man, they made the Spider-Man, Sony made the Spider-Man movie? Yeah. Sony bought Spider-Man because Marvel was Marvel about to go it. out of business. Yeah. They needed money. And then shortly after that, the movie did well. Uh, Disney was like, fuck it, let's just buy Marvel and start pumping out these movies because these fucking superhero movies are doing good. I do think we missed a step, though, Dean. I think Marvel Studios kind of started as its own venture, and then it, after a few successful films, then Disney came in and bought them. So I, I think I think you're right in terms of like Spider-Man kicked off these right. like really no, successful. No, but that's but, but I'm saying like Marvel was in financial trouble. Yeah, hundred percent. Way right. before that. Yeah, that's why they sold Spider-Man mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or the rights to bring it. me Spider-Man. This is for our, our market. That's just uh, this Mark Seven variant ended up produced in higher numbers than King. Yikes! Yeah. I can't Jesus wait for people Christ. to say, "Oh my God, this is so great!" So this is an amazing. Release. I mean, John, you might expect me to be super rainbowy about this. No, but not even, you. I'm even, just saying in no, I know, I know. But even even me, normally, I I try to defend releases like this, and and I and I'm having a hard time doing it myself. I think it looks cool. I do like the color scheme. I've got the Mark Seven sitting beside me right now, and I have to say, like this feels kind of like a watered down version of the original release. It's not even taken all of the accessories that that one came with i mean my original here has the battle damage components he's able to convert into that pod that saves tony stark out the window of the avengers tower he's got the yeah. the tony stark head sculpt like this guy has none of that stuff and to me like for my own collection i honestly like i agree with you john it kind of looks like a trophy uh and if you maybe like were just an iron man fan but not necessarily a figure collector this could be kind of a cool piece in like a in a like a movie room or something along those lines but i don't think i would ever display it with this backdrop uh with this figure anyways it would just go in with the rest of my collection i would have definitely wanted to see something else i'm not sure what that would be i do wonder if this is just the first of a couple we're going to see of this d or disney 100 series we saw yeah. those cause babies come out uh, recently as well. There's kind of the the small version of this figure. Uh, we saw that Black Panther uh, and the Iron Spider. Um, but 
Disney also owns franchises like Star Wars and stuff like that. Like, what if we get a, I don't know, like a white Darth Vader or like anything cool that's just like that stream as well. Like, there has to be more than just this because to me, this feels unfortunately a little bit watered down. And it's about the same price as my original Mark 7. It's just stripped down. It doesn't come with as much. Uh, Did they already say price? Do we have pricing on this one? I thought it was 405, but I I could have been wrong. I thought I saw it. Okay, I hadn't seen that yet. Um, How about a happy? Either way, I there you I, go. Hope I hope it's cheaper. See, that would almost be better because John Favreau's done a tremendous amount for <laughs> Disney. That actually make more There's sense. No, of than course, this. it would make more sense. Yeah. I will say, I will say though, I I do like the space a lot. Like not the base, but the the, the little background? thing in the back. It's like reflective. I, I don't know. It's really doing. It's probably going to be extra cheap though. Honestly, like I think you're in probably our box not wrong. Song. It looks yeah. like it could even be cardboard. Like up near the right side of his head, oh, but the very tip corner. You can see it like tilted just oh, a Dean, little bit. Uh, I think it's cardboard. How dare you? I am making that bet. They've been fucking using cardboard lately. That oh, thing looks like the same figure. shape as the in our box. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Jesus Christ, it kind of does. <laughs> so this is actually like the perfect release for me, honestly, because it gets to be limited. I will get the up right now. The folks that want limited stuff, they get to go chase this. But someone that's going to miss out like myself is not going to have any FOMO. I think it looks cool, honestly. Like they did a decent enough repaint of whatever the heck this base is. And like Zach said, it's kind of cool. Like, it's a little different. It's Disney Disney 100, so obviously the Disney collectors, it brings something new to it. But just like with this, I mean, even a step below the stealth suit cap, I'm not going to feel any type of way about not having this in my collection. If they did like the Mickey, like Dean said, or something that was very unique, and then I only have a, you know, 300, only 300 figures out there, so a very small percentage that I would get it and would have to chase it on the aftermarket. Again, that would remind me of the sneaker game, which I got out of, or I'm like tangentially still in. But I, I don't like to, having to chase those really limited things uh, because then you, you have to spend all this money on the aftermarket unless you've got a bot. So it's just, um, yeah, I think this is perfect. Let it be limited. Let it be just kind of a repaint. And they didn't do it on like a new cool release. Make those yeah. really cool items uh, wider runs. It's not fun, though. Oh, shout out to the bots. Uh, we got we got a little bit of a bot surprise later. Uh, Wasteland Ranger by Present Toys. Uh, this is Mad Max. And, um, Marco, I'm going to start with you because there was a little bit of, I guess, like some, some background stuff surrounding this that some people yeah. were disappointed. And I'll be honest, I don't fully understand it, and so I'd rather uh, lean on your uh, expertise here. And uh, shout out to Vic Breda because... I know he had uh, kind of clarified some stuff for us, but uh, go ahead, Marco. Yeah, so shout out to Joao and appreciate the information he provided. I saw some controversy in a few of the groups about, well, this looks like a potential, number one, a potential reuse of a VTS uh, toys release that was done a few years back. I, I think I mentioned on a previous show when this was teased, I looked up Wasteland Ranger and I saw that figure and I was like, oh, that looks really great. Um, but it wasn't present toys. And I was like, okay, I'm really confused. They use the same exact name for the figure. Um, So it seems like there's potentially, now potentially, we don't know for sure, but potentially some reuse of that original release from VTS Toys. We don't know, maybe there's overlap with these companies, but just speculation there. There is a new head sculpt, so done by a new artist, and apologies, I don't have that name in front of me. The head sculpt looks nice, but the other controversy was um, that Present Toys did a Mel Gibson Mad Max in the past, 
The prototype came out looking really strong, similar to this. And then upon final release, it looked terrible. They completely changed the sculpt. It looked awful. So folks were saying, you know, I've been burnt once by a present toys Mad Max release. Fool me once, you know, it's not going to happen again. Um, so that's really the background and the controversy that I saw swirling out there. Um, so I guess, you know, approach this release with a bit of caution because it's uh, not completely straightforward. Awesome. Thank you for that. And then just an update on the pricing on this one. It's 210 uh, releasing Q4 2023 uh, to Q1 2024. Um, I think it looks good. I think the portrait is pretty soft. Um, it it just seems too clean uh, for this character. Um, but I mean, you know, I think the outfit's good. Um, I can't really speak on, on that. Uh, VTS controversy, but it is kind of weird that they're using the same uh, name for these figures. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it looks okay. I think it could certainly be weathered more, but um, outside of that, you know, two tens, not too bad value for the money. Um, Dean, what do you think about this? Um, yeah. Um, in terms of the controversy, I've said it before: just pirates stealing from pirates. It's like. I, I don't give a shit like you know what I mean like you yeah, already did a bad game. thing no somebody else is doing thieves. a bad thing to you yeah exactly so I, I, I personally don't see any uh, huge deal with it um, but this is a figure I kind of want in my collection the the original one is going for stupid money re lately because um, I tried to look for one a, a few weeks ago and it was like Man, up in the threes like mid to high threes i was like fuck that i don't like the movie that much um but yeah i love this movie fury road was badass wow oh, one time we agree oh you liked it okay good heck yeah that's one of my we're gonna talk favorite. about a movie later today and Ooh. i'm gonna fucking lay into you okay <laughs> oh heavily um yeah so this is cool to see uh 210 not bad. Not, not what I would want to pay, but it's not terrible. I would say more like 180 But it's got, you know, a lot of accessories, so maybe 210 is okay. It's good. You can use the portrait on your Venom figure. Bro, honestly, <laughs> this looks like my I fucking brother-in-law. Like, they could be brothers, I swear to God. With the one with the mask or without? Tom Hardy. <laughs> like, no, that, like the actor Tom Hardy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, two ten is not bad. What you're getting out of the box. Uh, we're not. Where else are we getting this character? I haven't watched this movie though, to be honest. I still gotta watch it. Oh, movie we gotta do this week. as a movie of the week. Absolutely, Dean. Uh, but yeah, the mask looks cool. I've seen, of course, him as photos of him in the film. Uh, it's it's whatever. It's an unlicensed figure. It's like Dean said. Uh, you can't really. It's calling a pair of whatever. I'm not even gonna come up with an analogy, but. Wow it's calling a pair of tomato who knows it's uh it's uh, an unlicensed company gonna complain about an unlicensed company taking their unlicensed figure and making their own figure it's stupid you can't the world we live in john whatever i want to touch this Keep, go, go ahead i love how he trails off a little bit sometimes it's, I like know, it's, fuck. Just... it's what it's whatever can't even handle it we've broken him at that point 
I don't think the sculpt is as soft as you said, by the way, Zach. I, I do feel like the hair looks a little bit like when I was in, like, I don't know, like grade seven and eight, and I was using Dippity Doo to, like, have, like, ice, like, spikes. Dippity Doo? Dippity Doo. Is Canada a real place? What the fuck? I bought some Dippity Doo at my Looney Toonies. I went down to the Dippity Orton's and they had a buy one, get one on the Dippity Doo's. What color bottle? It was the pink one and the light blue one. Either one. But yeah, <laughs> it was the medium hold or the or the strong hold. I think the pink was the, the pink. Someone pink dippity doo was strong hold. The dippity doo was clear. So. <laughs> God damn! I still man. use that shit. I'll tell you that's the yeah. Best. My uh, my I used to want a full bottle when I'd get down to the last little bit. And my stepdad would combine all the bottles and then put it back under the sink, and I wouldn't. That's fucking. You put a little bit of water and you shake the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Dippity do is the shit, or that, or ice spiker. But anyways, point is, I think the hair is the soft part on the sculpt, not necessarily the face. I think it does look like Tom Hardy. Um, I do appreciate the fact that they're giving us the like the the arms, like the the forearms attached to the wrist. I've always hated uh, wrist uh, wrist pegs, so I think that that is pretty pretty cool. Um, and I hope more I hope more companies start adopting that a little bit more often because for me that just adds to the figure uh and the likeness of the character so or the actor i don't think i'll buy it though not gonna lie even though even though i liked the movie if this guy doesn't come with any level of companion piece i don't think i'd want him just standing by himself i'd want a Charlize theron i'd want the bad guy from that film i can't remember what his name was but he was like the the big white-haired guy with the mask and stuff like you would get a one-sixth of that guy he's like horrifying epic and scary but it it would be cool it would be a cool pairing uh with this figure so doesn't it look too skinny Uh, they make those figures not present toys but you could get both those figures you can get those i would look that up that's pretty there's a furiosa figure and that guy there you go fill the full set immortal joe immortal joe thank you but Um, but john you're right he does look too skinny he looks too thin but also, if I was going to have a Mad Max line, I'd want to have a 1-6 scale Mad Max car of some sort. There are some pretty cool uh, vehicle oh. mods that you can Just do get the Hot Toys DeLorean. Mod. It'll look like Mad Max. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. Wow. Wow. He's not wrong. Dude, the Ford, the Ford Falcon, bro? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's funny. Even oh, the Batmobile man. from the new film, I feel like you could mod to make it look like a, a Mad Max mm. car of some sort. Now you're talking if you wanted. There we yeah. go. So I Dippity loved doo. this film. Dippity doo. Oh gosh. We need that as a sticker for sure. Um, I love this film. I've thought about like, oh, it'd be really great to add a Mad Max. Uh, Tom Hardy. Love, love the actor. Um, I think I agree with John. It's a bit too thin. I agree with Ben. The hair is like, yeah, that, that's throwing me off here. But I think overall, it's like a really nice looking figure. And if it comes out anywhere near the prototype that I saw for that VTS version, um, this one that I'm definitely interested in, 210 is tough though. That is tough because that is pretty close to a Hot Toys right there. And it's like, are you substituting? Yeah, Yeah, basically, like you're substituting one Hot Toys that you would add for this. But I like the film enough that I would really highly consider it. So um, I think think Kit has a cutoff date on his website. Um, And so I definitely need to do some soul searching in between now and then. Wow. Jesus, I just saw Ben's private chat. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, I'm not interested. And I I found this sound, and I feel like we're going to use this a lot on the show, and I just want to play it. I tried playing it in the middle of our rant, but I guess it was too loud, so I had to edit it. But this this is going to be my new favorite button on the show. Wow. I just saved myself 150 bucks. 
<laughs> Anyways, uh, so Present Toys, uh, they're getting into the ghost hunting squad game. Uh, yeah, so it looks like, uh, I think it was last week or the week before we had talked about the uh, third-party Ghostbusters starting to um, begin being prototyped. No prices on these yet. I think the Venkman looks okay. Uh, the Zedmore, uh, maybe not the best angle, uh, but Present Toys, I, I, I certainly think they're up there with some of the better third-party companies. So um, at present, I think the set, I think a set just sold on BST for, I think it was $1,300. So, and that for was quite low. The Blitz ones, that was quite low compared to what they normally go for. Um, so, you know, if you're a fan of Ghost, but of the Ghost Hunting Squad, and maybe you're getting that second um, Ecto-1 yeah. and you don't want to break the bank, this this could be an option. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so there's that present toys is making that, um, yeah. Are these, uh, forgive me if I'm wrong. That's why I'm asking. Are these for the newest movie or the original Ghostbusters? The original. No, this is for the, like the older films. For no the originals. Because yeah, no they're um, much, much older in the That's Whoa. a good question though, Dean. No <laughs> yeah. Cause the one on the right, uh, what's his name? Um, Winston? Winston Zedmore. Winston, like, he looks old as shit in this photo. I don't think it's a good photo. That's what I'm saying. It's not a good angle. I think the, the Venkman looks pretty good from this angle. He has no neck. Well, none of us <laughs> have a neck. He's on CW, You should yeah. give him a panel. Because he'll fucking put him a square here. He'll fit right in. Yeah, I don't... I, they look way too old for the first movie. Uh-huh. So I I think they look pretty bad. Damn it, Ben! Where was honest. this image? Here, let's uh, let's we got another image here from Ben. Joao actually shared it with me the other day. I forgot to send it to you. Ah, uh, you hate to see it. Oh, you Credit forgot? To Joao did you? I, I bet it was going to be on his Sunday show. No, it was on my last Sunday oh! show. Oh! Oh! How you already dare you? It. How dare you? I forgot to Jesus. send it. That's my fault. <laughs> Right. Oh, we get his dippity doo jokes. That's <laughs> wow. Okay, okay, in French. Jesus Christ, Ben. Take away his eleven points. <laughs> Take my eleven points. Oh my god. I'll dare you. I'll dare you. So this this segment, I can't believe we're actually extending this segment. It's so very simple. It's just Save your money and get the Blitzway ones until they yeah, do. This, this like, is bad. Like, what is this? Like, this is worse. Like, this save your money worse. and get the proper set. Okay, I take back the nice though. things that I said about this. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's why I sent it to you. It's a little offensive. There's no justifying. You're going to buy this, you're going to like it for three months, and then you're going to say, shit, I should have waited and got the, the original set. So something I learned that? since something I learned from Pete over at OFAC was Pete. that the Blitzway versions are not like a traditional one six scale body size. That they are actually a little bit bigger than other figures in your collection, which I had no idea. So if you are gonna spend the twenty five hundred to three grand for it, you should know that ahead of time. He did tell me that there was quite a few issues with the originals. Having he just said, said thirteen shoulders. Shoulders breaking. Well, fucking hot toys have shoulders breaking. I don't hear anyone else complaining. You're not so wrong. We complain. Things. What are you talking about? I'm an equal opportunity yeah, we complainer. Well, we complain, but the whole community doesn't complain. So I don't want to flip in here. Go buy the Blitzway ones and zip the rest. Don't settle on the shit. I don't think you, you should buy the Blitzway away. ones either. Speaking I, I of think shit. That, I think we're I think we're gonna see these again. Maybe even an update. I don't know. I yes. I hate, Star Race is doing them. 
Star Race is doing oh, them. I, like I know, I know there's a company that's supposed to get the Jesus license Christ. right that that nobody's going to be happy about. Apparently, that's the the rumor floating around. I, like, I'm hoping that Present Toys hears at least the the community feedback on this one. Yeah. They we saw the blade. They changed that blade sculpt within like a day. These Ghostbusters are like some of like the biggest nostalgia pieces in in many people's collections if they were done well. Uh, and this is not great. I don't see. Bill Murray in that sculpt, especially the open mouth one. Joao told me that he thought the open mouth one, I think, was better. I, I don't see it. Um, and I agree with yeah. you, Dean. These guys are, like, they're way too old. Um, if anything, I would rather just not have them. And like John said, I guess, if you're going to get them, go back to the Blitzway or hope for a future of, of better options. A remake. I, these just look a little cheap. I also uh, think that... Um, and I, I, I could, I could be wrong. So this is more like, uh, thank you, sir, being skeptical. But I don't even think that the um, the proton packs that are on them. I'm pretty sure it said in Kit's message uh, that those are actually the Blitzway proton packs. Oh, that they're not actually easier. even present toys ones yet. That uh, that those haven't wow. actually been fully rendered yet. So TK uh, says shoulder joints are breaking. Heads are being held together by blue tack. What is going on? We will touch on all that after the uh, the mid-show break. Uh, Marco, anything you want to add here? No, these are atrocious pass. Wait, wait it out, like Ben said. Wait, speaking wait speaking of atrocious, we have for, The Last Father by Toys Era. This is this is bad. This is Joel Absolutely. from The Last of Us. And I don't know why they made him look like a Cro-Magnum. He looks <laughs> Bro. He looks bird-like, honestly. <laughs> he looks... Bird-like? This is bad. It's like this when the tomato is... starts to go soft in the fridge. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Bird's uncle. It's like when the dippity dude's been mixed together too. He's got a lot of forehead. He could land Ox Airlines on that forehead. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Ellie wouldn't. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't even really want to. Mars Toys, that's what. Yeah, I, I don't want to entertain it. So this is Mars Toys. There this is go. their prototype, uh, and then the um, the paint uh, paint up of that prototype, which it's I will say, admittedly, either. is not that great. It's pretty yeah. soft. Um, so I don't I don't understand what's happening here. Um, and there's then... a, there's a full video of that Mars Toys one though, and it looks significantly better if you see okay. the, the full video. I would say. <laughs> Yeah, and then Lim Toys. She's seen some shit, John. <laughs> Lim Toys uh, is also working on these. So, uh, as Dean always says, you know, w- when this stuff comes out, you're gonna have the pick of the litter. You could pick, you know, whichever one fits your budget and your accuracy scale. Um, yeah. You have plenty of choices, and I, I want to say, I've heard a rumor or maybe this is maybe i'm just thinking of this but i i thought i heard that there was a licensed company also looking into doing the hbo figures so um definitely looks like we have two options for the uh the the pedro version and then the uh video game version as well so plenty of choices there uh dean this was pretty exciting for you vts uh golden order uh 270 for the regular 430 for the deluxe releasing q4 2023 tell me what this is and which version you would get yeah so this is the um it's basically like the player character for elden ring even though this armor set is none of the starting ones it's kind of just the one that is shown off a lot i don't know why um but yeah vts they make some pretty good fucking stuff um 
I have their Final Fantasy VII ones, which aren't the best, but their dioramas are polystone, and they're usually really intricate. Tons of accessories. Um, so I'm super excited for this. Um, it comes. Can with, you can you tell me what these things I are? Because I assume they have some say, significance. Because yeah. yeah. I'm looking at this, and it looks uh, looks like my 3D printing Is that a jump pile. Finger? Uh, there is a furled finger there, actually. Love to it's see the, it. So it's the the Estes flask, or it's not called Estes flask in uh, Elden Ring. It's a flask of crimson tears, the flask of cerulean tears, hmm. the spirit calling bell, a stone okay, it's sword. Cerulean, key. first off, not cerulean. Well, I said I had to get you back earlier for the for the Galba thing. <laughs> anyway. Uh, there's the dragon heart of uh, golden pickle foul foot, the uh, festering finger, uh, which is uh, I believe for, used for invasion. Like Ben's Saturday night. A torch. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No leaf here. Uh, no leaf. I want to say that's no a smithing stone in the middle. I'm not sure. And the the blade. I don't know what little dagger that is because it's not the black knife. The one that cuts the divest. What do <laughs> yeah. we call? What do we call these, John? But it's dorks. it's the holy <laughs> relic greatsword. <laughs> Couple of dorks. <laughs> the holy relic greatsword, which is cool. Uh, and then I don't <laughs> know what other sword called. that is, but <laughs> yeah, because of the bunch of stuff. And then if you get the deluxe, it's um, it comes with like a chair from the round table hold and some like extra swords. Oh, cool. Um, which is cool, oh. but I don't know if it's worth an extra. What was the price difference? Four thirty and four thirty. So one four thirty, fifty. I don't know. I'm not gonna math. That's fucking guy. sick, though, Dean. You need this. Like, you need yeah, I'm probably gonna it. spring for this only Why because Elden Ring is, is like so that, important to me. Um, yeah, because that's not even the Elden Throne. I don't know. Like that's from the Round Table Hold, but it comes Does it come with, with the, the Elden Rings. <laughs> there is actually no ring. Um, wow. I buy the deluxe. It do I get my does time back? have the Holy Order greatsword <laughs> and the uh, a. Uh, um, Why is he sitting? I like just this, forgot though? the name of it. He's got the, good uh, posture. Come on, the Grace Point. The Grace Point. Thank you. I, was, I keep thinking of Bonfire because I was just playing Dark Souls Three. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Grace Point. So that, I'm probably going to spring for this. That's some deep cut accessories. I'm not gonna lie, like bro, if, the pickle foul foot, the stone sword key. Yeah, like like if I you love, love the game like Dean does, I can see why you're so excited. Like, bro, this... I played this all morning. Yeah, man. Like, I'm and, still playing this game. Well, and I put I put only wow. seventy only seventy five hours into this with you, and I still barely like barely scratched the surface on this game. But bro, these are some I'm cool accessories. Still, I think I'm seven hundred hours in, and I'm still finding shit Jesus. I've never seen before. That is insane, buddy. That's amazing. Um, any reason why it's so expensive? I guess that's the only like. Is it is it all diecast or like is it? I'm assuming it's going to be all diecast. Okay. And like I said, they're bases, so. so all these swords and that chair, that's probably going to be polystone. Gotcha. Okay. Because otherwise, it's like that's an aggressive price point. Like if, oh, if you're really only if, if you're only a passing fan, I would worry that like people wouldn't get this. Um, no. You'd have to be pretty hardcore. You really do to get this. But I can definitely see this in your collection, Dean. This is smoking. Yeah. You gotta get the throne too. I, I, I think that that's that's badass. If you're gonna go if you're gonna go in, go all the way, I would say. Yeah. Um, like you even said, like the stone sword key and stuff, some random 
random coolness here. So, it, cool as much as I enjoyed playing this game with you, I couldn't justify that price even for myself at this point. I don't think. Oh yeah, I definitely I can. But that's the thing. Also, is like I've never worn this armor. It's the Raging Wolf armor. I, I don't know if I said that, but I I've never worn this armor. It's just like the default armor they show whenever they show people playing the game, which yeah. is weird because the armor that's on the box art is the figure arts uh, uh, bloody finger Vike. So it's like, I would have much rather have a Vike figure, but hey, like this is still cool. It's Elden Ring at the end of the day. So. I think this was the helmet you had me in though for a while. Jesus. Yeah, because I never use that armor, so I dropped it mm -hmm. for you. Because mm -hmm. it is good armor, I just never use it. But they're making the next figure is Blythe, the big wolf guy, so... I want this to succeed because I want that, and then I want them to make more stuff. So yeah, cool line, yeah. Oh yeah, that was the nerdiest thing that has ever happened. <laughs> say, <show>. John. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, so one. And we six talk kid, about Star Trek on here. Yeah, I know. One six kid, uh, ten dollars off your first purchase on one six kid using code CW one zero. Again, just the numbers. Uh, the letter CW and the numbers one zero. Uh, off the racks collectibles, you can get fifteen dollars off your hundred dollar purchase with code CW. Uh, if you're doing a pre-order, that applies only to the final payment. If it's in stock, it'll take it off right away. So, uh, be sure to support those guys. Uh, they are uh, doing some great business for our collecting movie listeners. Now, um, last Wednesday, I had a comment from this gentleman here, Strange Form. He has a YouTube channel. And um, he had said that he had experienced a lot of the breakage issues with his DeLorean. And I want to say we shared some of his photos. He was very careful when he unboxed it, you know, being aware of the issues. And uh, he had had some of those issues. So uh, he made a post on his Instagram. Uh, and I'll, I'll read this here. This is an email from Sideshow. <clears throat> Upon double checking our current available stock, I am sorry to report that we have exhausted our supply of available replacements at this time. I'm very sorry for any disappointment that this may cause. That said, if you would like to return your item for a full refund back to your original payment method, the item is still available for pre-order on our website. Please let me know if you would like to proceed with a return for a full refund or $85 Sideshow gift card credit to keep the item as is. Uh, and so he says that, uh, you know, they were offered a direct exchange. He packed it up to return it. And then he received this email uh, when they double checked the return stock. Uh, and he's posting a video on his YouTube channel. I believe it is up by this time. Um, and he said he's going to take the refund and pre-order it. But it seems like the DeLorean saga goes into another week. Uh, and that kind of lines up with what we were thinking when Ben had gotten that delay email and, uh, yeah, so it looks like uh, 85 if you want to keep it, which I think is quite low. Uh, I certainly wouldn't be taking $85. Uh, and you can hop into the back of the line and hope that they fix it in the future. So just a quick little uh, DeLorean update. We won't spend too much time there. Uh, but there was um, some more issues that have kind of come up with the NR Joker now that more people are getting them in hand. Uh, so missing magnets on the Deluxe Joker head sculpts. Um, and they're saying that when they receive the figures, you know, straight from, from their retailers, uh, that there's blue tack inside the portraits. Uh, apparently, uh, according to HNDN and Six Scale Network, Inart has acknowledged the situation and seems to be working to make it right. Still, the QC issues are piling up, and it's very disappointing and unsettling for those of us waiting on our sets. Uh, and I, I, I certainly think, uh, you know, even just in our circle, we've known a few people that have had either duplicate accessories or missing accessories people that have had magnet issues obviously the base 
the base issue is now blue tack and it's it's just kind of i guess my question is um for discussion at what point do these issues become unacceptable right because you know even for the ahsoka last week we had shown some issues of people that had breakages and it kind of got some some of the eye rolls in the chat which you know everyone is entitled to their opinion but it seems like there's quite a a few issues so far that we've seen with the joker and you know i i certainly think if you get a good copy i think it's one of the best figures ever made mass produced um but at what point do you do you start to kind of question the quality of the release um immediately um the I mean, almost immediately, people were having issues with the magnets, not only in the base, but with the wrist pegs. Either falling out or, like, they weren't strong enough and the hands were falling off and stuff like that. Um, I I think that they uh, really wanted that we're going to stick to the schedule no matter what the cost, and they're starting to cut corners, and now it's coming to bite them in the ass. Um because i mean it's not like the figures are falling apart and breaking it's just like the little things aren't done right because they're being rushed out the door because people are like well where's my shit it was supposed to come out you know 2022 and now it's coming up on the fourth month of 2023 and i still don't have my shit so it's just like uh fucking put blue tack on and send it out the door let's just get these people their figures Okay, I'm excited to hear what John says because he doesn't—he doesn't give Hot Toys any fucking slack. So apparently, I just feel- allegedly, hang on, John. Let me let me just get this out there real quick. Kid has said that uh, apparently the reason that this is happening is some of the ones that have blue tack are apparently like samples that you know were meant to not have made it to the final product line and that's you are 100 still a qc right, issue it's no it is QC but i'm saying just to clarify why it's not because they're they're putting blue tack and sending them out the door the official reasoning that we have seen for legal ease is that's why um, you know i won't say i won't say yet that i agree with you but one more data point our, our friend one six figure focus received his both head sculpts were out of the so he got the rooted version both head sculpts were loose in the in the jars Oof. and it was the same exact head sculpt so he received two of the same head sculpts. So yeah, that's a pretty egregious one that kind of supports what you're saying, but I'll save my, my perspective for after yeah, John yeah. and Ben go. Yeah, yeah it, in art, any company will be held to the same standard that Hot Toys will be held to. Uh, no matter what, how many years they've been in business, uh, Hot Toys being whatever, 20 or whatnot, or in, in, in art one, I don't, I don't care how many years because you're charging the premium. You're going to be held to the same standard, uh, in my opinion. Uh, I have my mic on the table, that's why. But regardless, um, yeah, this is not this is not cool. It's if I was paying the price and getting this as a result, I'd be I'd be really pissed. I'd be extremely pissed. This is unacceptable. You pop the head open, and you see this shit. No, it's not cool. Uh, I haven't been following it as much as I'd like to be following it, and I don't know. I don't think it's I don't think it's what Dean said. Is that they had a time crunch and they rushed it out the door because the ones they rushed out the door in the beginning were all pretty much in good order we know so many people that picked up this piece and is more they're more than happy with it um so i don't think it's a a matter of fact where 
people they were rushed and they're just sending things out. I think it it's could be inverse though, John. The, huh? the the ones up front, it could be inverse. The ones up front could have had a lot more attention, and now because they're you know falling behind schedule, it's been a year since the announcement. They could yeah. be rushing to get. Things I think out. it's carelessness. I think it's a lack of that dropping the ball on QC for sure. I think it's it's definitely dropping the ball on QC. And I'll be honest, I really don't appreciate how John was such a staple in the community, and everybody was inviting him on the show. Free marketing. Uh, and now they've disappeared. Where's where's all the communication with the community now, uh, showing that these issues are going to be rectified? Yeah, right. He's where are the statements? He uh, said recently this year is going to be a, a listening year versus a talking year. I don't give a shit year, what this like year. Last year. This year is going to be the year that the collectors say it's going to be. This year's the blue tech year. Um, oh this year's going to be the, the year, year. That the collectors say it's going to be. Why? Because now. Yeah, there you go. A little dippity doo. <laughs> you guys, fuck, what kind of respect Sorry. is this? Shut your mouth. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> um, the the what they're going to tell us what kind of year it is? What after they've been on every YouTube channel marketing in art and getting the name out and. And did their show and everything. Now they're going to go back in the hole. No, you're gonna if you're gonna set that standard, maintain that standard. You know you don't have to go on every show, but at least have don't don't call, come into the community stating that you're better than another company, right? Do it for a year and then now retract everything you did because you've already established that customer base. I'm sure there's a memo that went out from John that says he no longer speaks English after the comments that Ben Tomashow made. Um, so I apologize in advance. Uh, no, I, you know what? This this year's been a, already a bit of a weird roller coaster. You guys know how up and down my level of excitement and disappointment was with the DeLorean. Uh, and then the two-pack rooted Joker that I've got coming. I, like, I still don't have my email from, from Kit yet. Um, you know, I heard that it was probably going to be the end of March. That's that's ticking away here. It looks like it's probably going to be April now, maybe even longer. Um, if it's longer, as long as I don't get one that has these issues, it is what it is. Um, I'm willing to be patient. I think the thing for me is, like, it's hard to justify the price even still. Like, John and I were talking about it a little bit behind the behind the scenes there before the show started. And, you know, for me in Canada, it's it's approaching 1500 bucks for the two-pack. Uh, it's like, you know, $750 per figure. The box is so massive that by the time it gets all the way to me here in Canada, if I crack that bad boy open and I have similar issues as Shane or some of these other collectors, it's going to be so hard for me to, like, figure out a way to send it back. And, like, it, it's, it's a nightmare. Uh, in in and of itself uh, for a really high price point i don't even know if once i have it in hand i'll even be able to justify that price even still i said to you guys earlier today like i as cool as i think it's going to be and as good as i think it's going to be i still feel like i overpaid for them to be honest even after seeing some of the people who are happy with it in hand um but i am willing to to be patient and wait i am still going to get it either way uh if i open it up and it has blue tack in it or whatever at least I, I bought it from what I feel is a trusted source. You know, the tinfoil hat side of me even, even questioned Joao Breda earlier this week because I was like, is this blue tack situation, is that like a real thing? Or like, is, is somebody trying to sabotage this release a little bit? Like, take the luster off of it a little? Uh, and he was like, no, like, and sent me this this uh, message from Kit. So like, if it came from Kit, I trust that it's, that it's actually happening. 
Uh, but it wouldn't have even surprised me to see some level of sabotage. Uh, that's how I even felt when we first started hearing about the, the magnet issues, and then other people were having no issues, and it's like, well, what, what is the truth? Uh, it's, it's a tough nut to swallow. So at the end of the day, I will review this openly when I get it. Um, it's one of those figures uh, that I'll want to record my unboxing of, uh, just in case there are there are issues of it because of such a high price point. Whether or not I even release that to YouTube or not, it would just be for my own like receipt of the transaction, receipt of the opening, uh, to prove that it was uh, how it was supposed to be in the box. Uh, but what about you, Marco? Is this diminished your excitement at all, or? Yeah, so so really quick high level comment here because I've been talking to Zach about you know how we can discuss these ongoing issues um, and not seem overly negative um, because it's tough, right? Because it seems like every week there's something new, and to me it's almost like uh, like the next door effect. It's something we have in the U.S. I don't know if you have in Canada, right? Where in your neighborhood you can kind of figure out what's going on. If you're on next door every day, you see all of the negative stuff that's happening in your neighborhood, and that kind of like it impacts the way you see the world, right? So if you're on Facebook every day and you see all these negative cases, you're not necessarily seeing all the positive ones because of course the negative ones are gonna rise to the top. Um, but that being said, I think it is our responsibility to share these with the community. And I'm really happy for folks that, you know, repost these to show, you know, hey, maybe you're not alone if you had the same issue. Um, so, so there's that one um, where I'm not quite sure how we continue to, to talk about these, um, but still maintain the joy of the hobby because I'm still really excited for this Joker. My uh, sculpted version is on the way. Hopefully my rooted will be on the way sometime in the near future. Um, I just don't have enough data to know whether, you know, these are just a few issues or it's like a really large ongoing issue in terms of the blue tack, in terms of the magnets, in terms of, you know, the double heads <laughs> that have come for one six figure focus. Um, but I am getting a bit worried. So like I mentioned with John, um, that, you know, because they are behind schedule, right? They've got a bunch of other releases now and their selling point was, hey, we're gonna have a quicker turnaround than Hot Toys. Um, but it's been, you know, by the time I get my Joker, it would have been one year since it was yeah. announced. And so that's not necessarily faster than Hot Toys, maybe slightly, uh, but you know, it's they're not really living up to that uh, portion of it. So maybe they are like, shoot, we gotta get going on these because Kit, uh, you know, is getting messages I know I sent him a message like, hey, we're, any chance uh, you know when these are going to be coming? And I know I'm not alone, and I know he's not alone in terms of resellers or distributors or wholesalers, right, that may be selling this product. So everyone's getting impatient because it's like, dang, where is this thing? Um, so, yeah, it's, it is concerning to see, uh, but I think it's still worth the gamble for me for me alone, for my circumstance, because I think Kit would make it right if there's an issue. Um, and I th I'm still very excited and I'm really trying to contain, okay, this is an issue that I know is out there, but don't like have so much fear that yours is gonna, like when you get the box, you shouldn't have the dread. It should hopefully be joy. Like, okay, let's bust this open, but not like, oh fuck, here we go. Let's see if this one has an issue. So really, really trying to bifurcate the knowledge of what the ongoing issues with the joy that I have for the hobby. So it's it's a tough balance for sure that I hope that we can strike and other members of the community can strike as well. I want to slip in something if I could. After, if oh, you wow, this, okay. If you want to go for this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Erwin says uh, more of listening this year. They should have included the printout Gandalf's pant. Now that's listening. 100% agree. John, go ahead. Um, so two things I want to address. I forgot the second one. Oh, well. It's a tiring day. Uh, the whole thing, I hear, read some comments... Uh, John appeared on Will's show. You guys are missing the point here. It's like justifying 
I don't know what you're trying to, what you're justifying. Okay, he appeared on Will's show two weeks ago. Fine. The point here is, if you went back to last year when they were promoting this figure and promoting the company, the comparison of how vocal they were in the community to get the word out compared to now is unacceptable. You're not wrong, John. 100% Facebook, agree. Facebook posts, Instagram posts, everything. So yeah, he appeared Polls. on Will's show. Guess what? Not enough. Not everybody watches Will's show. Yeah, I completely agree because we always we always talk about like the rules of like what we can expect from from a company like Science Show, from a company like Hot Toys, uh, and and from a company like Inart. And it was always like, if if there's a question, we will get it answered. If there's a problem, like we're going to acknowledge it. We're going to, um, you know, have these figures out. They're going to be of the highest quality, and and in a lot of ways they have delivered. But it's like, you know. And I said this last week, like, I'm still waiting on answers of like, hey, we'll get back to you with the answers to that from yeah, no. questions from the Vegas event. Right. And it's like, you know, when Vegas. when it was, yeah, when it was <laughs> when when they first came out of the gate, I mean, it was like, you know, I mean, the, the engagement in their own Facebook group was was, you know, posts and polls every day. And now it's like radio silence now that people are trying to get these in hand. Uh, and it's, it's just like hard to hard to feel like what, you know. I almost feel like in a way we're being gaslit. It's like, you know, we, we were led to believe this was what we could expect for this company. And, you know, of course now they're saying it's a listening year, but at some point they do have to address this publicly. And, and I'll um, be honest, especially being how vocal they were in the beginning. Like John said, I'll be honest. If you're a collector at this stage and you haven't received yours, in my opinion, you should be able to get your NRD back because number one, look how long we've, you've waited. And number two, the whole fiasco with the window thing, opening, closing, this, that, you can order more. Uh, if your figure is not, Sideshow does it. If your figure is not delivered on time, right? We're past the point of where they promised to deliver the figure, no? What are we in, March? I think so, they have until the end of this month. I want to say they their initial estimate was last year. And, you know, technically, you know, air quotes, you know, people did receive uh, the first batch. Um, yeah, the goal know, wasn't the everybody to get it last year. Yeah, yeah. So, but the I mean, I think they window... did hit the target, but I feel like you're 100% right. that They are starting to start to get behind on other things. Like, if um, I go to a kid and I say, hey, I want my my NRD back because I'm waiting too long, like, I should, I, in my opinion, I should be able to get that back. Just like Sideshow. Sideshow, Sideshow comes up to the plate and does it. If the, if the figure's delayed and pushed back, you get your NRD. Yeah. So if if he, if he's taking deposits on these, you should be able to get your NRD back. In my opinion, I feel like though it's it's out of Kit's control. A Kit's still a much smaller operation than something like Sideshow. Sideshow is still a licensed distributor for Hot Toys. So if Hot Toys messes around, you should be able to get your money back from from Sideshow. You know, like we're not even really supposed to be able to get these figures yeah, but, in but Canada and the U.S. That's not but, the point. Kit took did, the money, but. But for sure, but he still has to overexpose himself in order to be able well. to like to get us those orders. So I I agree with you that there should be a, a like a cutoff point that's like maybe he and, and other distributors should to talk, like talk about with Inart. But I would rather that slap Inart on the wrist than the smaller distributors who are getting these figures in our. Whoever hands. slaps on the wrist, who who shouldn't get slapped on the wrist is the collector. I don't care that's, who gets slapped true. on the wrist. The, yeah. the point here is... But it should the, be the company that makes these. The collector should not get slapped on the risk. And John, yeah. I took a screenshot of 1-6 Kids, um, you know, solicitation. And I yeah. only have it for the standard, but I'll, I'll see if I can find it for the rooted as well. But it said available Q4 2022. 
So there's not a window. Yeah. It's just Q4 22. So well, I guess which is a window theoretically. Yeah, but we're yeah. So we're past that, and people still haven't gotten their figures. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's some. I'll be frank. I'll be frank. The way I've seen these figures being distributed and who's getting them, I think there's some funny business. Again, that's completely the everyday collector Jonathan's speculation. I thought that but, was Frank. But I see, I see these this, this stuff coming up, and I personally think that there's some funny business here. Really but, did something there, Dean. Whatever. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I just get so, oh, it just boils in the blood because it's like. We'll give Dean a second here to compose himself. Only, only Ben laughed at that. Wow. I got to fucking relax. <laughs> I thought it was pretty let's, good. I'm uh, glad I was on mute, though. <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's lighten up a bit. Top three villains you want Ooh. in six scale that we don't have. I'm going to name my three, and I want to hear what your three, and I want to okay, hear in the chat what their three this. are. Well, if you were in the, if you read the show sheet, chat, this Sorry, is I in work. there. Uh, my life. Anyways, uh, <laughs> Sauron. I think it's a shame that we don't have a one six skill uh, Lord of the Rings Sauron. Uh, prequel Palpatine in that red outfit, maybe a, a two pack, uh, oh, either either two heads or two pack uh, with the Sith look with the black robe would be really cool. And uh, Namor because we don't get a lot of Latin characters. And we I got Namor right here. There oh, we wow. go. <laughs> it's more of an anti hero, but no. The great value of Namor. <laughs> great value. Wow. Va- wow. Namor. Wow, that's you that's fucking... my three. Uh, Dean, what are your three? Um, honestly, I would love like a six scale Doctor Eggman from Sonic. Nice. The movie or the game? Honestly, either. That Jim Carrey's Eggman awesome. is pretty amazing. He was it's pretty good. good. Yeah. Um, <coughs> God, that's a good question. I didn't. Nick says I want Neon Tech Armor Howard Chan and one six scale with the Why did Han. Nick took it? Like I was gonna say Howard Chan. Fuck. Uh, a six scale uh, a Griffith or Femto to go with my guts would be fucking mint. That'd be dope. Can you say uh, some characters that people actually know though? No, I'm hey, that's not, oh hey, we have listeners all over the place. I'm so totally I'm joking, man. Dare you? Um, we already have a six scale several, so um, boy, I'll have to think about that. Maybe like a six scale, like something from Elden Ring. Like, pick any of the fucking bosses in that game; they're epic. Uh huh. What about you, John? Three. When you said this on the spot, I didn't even know we were gonna do this. Herwin's is shot from NR. How dare you? Wow. The first three that came to mind. <laughs> what a villain. Danny DeVito, Penguin from Returns. Nice. nice. Okay. Nice. Nice. Mr. Nice. Freeze, Ar- Arnie, Mr. Freeze, and a. Poison Ivy, Uma, Thur- Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman? There you go. Love to see it. We might get that Mr. Freeze yep, from Mars Toys. They've teased it a little bit. Yep. Little I left tease. that off the show sheet. I wasn't sure who it was Terminator or Mars oh, Toys. Yeah, wow, I clarified. It's Freeze. There's definitely has to be Freeze. Yeah. Um, for me, I, I had a whole list going, um, but I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i try and narrow it down. So if we got better Ghostbusters, I would want a Gozer the Gozerian. Uh, hey, there cool. you go. Um, we need a Doctor Doom. Uh, Doctor Doom's a badass yeah. villain and a really cool costume. Uh, and then, if I get my DeLorean and everything is well in the world, I would like a Biff Tannen still. I think yes. a Biff Tannen would be good to go with my uh, with my Marty and Doc. He's a he's a good villain. <laughs> awesome. All right. So my three, M Bison. I would love to see iconic. You know, continue down that Street Fighter line. Give us a Bison. That would be incredible. 
Um, gosh, what were the other ones? I just had it at the, the, the tip or of my a bison. A bison. Yeah, just Vegas. <laughs> just oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank on the other three. Oh, uh, Magneto. I'd like to see like a '90s hey. X-Men Magneto there would be go. incredible. Um, and then the third one that I thought about. Oh my gosh, I'm completely drawing a blank. Come back to me at this point. Had you been interested longer. in the Mondo Toys Magneto? That was in six scale, or you would you know, want more I of like a lifelike yeah. version? I'd like a lifelike, like similar to this Cajun car dealer right here would be just right for me. Um, okay, so this is a this is going to be very controversial, but I would like a Jesse Eisenberg um, Lex Luthor as well. I think that would be kind of a cool one to add. That's so. super controversial. Yeah, I, I don't know if I can. I don't think I can character. back you up on that one, buddy. <laughs> ding, I don't know. ding ding ding. <laughs> uh, look into the sideshow Magneto as well, because there was one that they had done. I do like that, that one. Yeah. I do like that one, and I considered pulling the trigger for a long time, but mm-hmm. yeah, I just uh, never did. So those are those are mine. Bended. We oh, broke. Zach. I'm sorry. Were we good? Sorry. Those I, are the Gozarian. I, yeah, I'm sorry. My bad. Doctor Doom. I, I also had Penguin Kang on there, but then they released Kang and Rachel Ghoul. They started which beating I, We need everybody. a Rachel Ghoul. Hold on a Let's second. Not. Let's not. <laughs> Please. Use me. A Sage Ventress, Savage Press, and Omega Ren. Oh, man. Allegedly. Oh, yeah. Alvin J. Apocalypse Dark Side. Yes. Um, I want that sideshow Magneto so bad. I'm so bummed that I missed out on it, and I really want them to make like other comic characters because I think, I think their comic line is great. Uh, so we have uh, let's see here more community posts, uh, community showcase rather. So I tasked the chat, uh, show show me a shelf or cabinet display that you want us to share and react to on Tuesday, and so I shared my uh, vintage collection mini collection i know some people have many 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 tbc figures and a lot of people don't open them but i'm an absolute animal and uh yeah so there's been some uh mark pearson's helped me really uh get a bunch of these figures uh he's given me Kara dune captain rex anakin ahsoka um uh gotten some different clones from like rayner um uh, some different figures from some people in the Alamo stash bin that have uh, helped hunt down some things for me uh, Steven's collectibles for some of the Walmart uh, art troopers, and also for all the the Jawas, uh, he gave me a great discount to pick up six of them, uh, so that was cool. And uh, yeah, I really like the collection. And here we have Eric. Uh, his Instagram is Universal Key eighty uh, nine. Love the simple display here, and I'm curious, what do you guys think That's about really this nice. one? I like that a lot. That's classy. Very classy. <laughs> With clean the print, with the prints behind to them, the yeah. point yeah. yeah that's fucking sweet that's really nice. he's got john wick look at that he's got uh the val kilmer from uh tombstone gladiator one of my favorite figures of all time uh dean the dream martin tell us what you got going on here dean you're mute Sorry, yeah, this is my Robotech slash Macross uh, collection um, that I put together in a pretty short amount of time. Um, but yeah, it's all different scales, all revolving around Rick uh, Hunter or Hikaru Ichiho. Bless um, <laughs> damn it. Um, and then Roy Falker, his big brother, or his mentor, depending on which translation um 
and uh Elisa Hayes I got from uh Sweet Sweet Danny Lee she's Rick Hunter's love interest or one of them um but she's she's bae so yeah this is a I love this it's literally right next to me you can see it right here so wow I did change up the helmet display that's now a statue and so but yeah speaking of statue any update on your punchline no, I'm hoping to get an email any day now that it's arrived in California, but nothing yet. There we go. Uh, up next, we have Chris, Vintage Viewport, Vintage Kenner, Star Wars in Canadian Packaging, 1978 Jesus. to 1985. This is fucking awesome. I love this That's display. a setup. This is fucking insane, bro. That's, that's so wild. Yeah. That's beautiful. It's like a little bit of a store shelf. I love the store shelving stuff there. Uh, up next, uh, we have Dan Lee. He sent a bunch of pictures here of his uh, Maja case. And I love the way that Danny has everything with the poses. Look at that jump trooper in the background. The helmet's on display. Uh, he's also got some statue stuff mixed in, some CW stuff mixed in. He's got the Everyday Collector uh, Does Anybody Work sticker there in the front. You'll love to see that. Look at that, Look at that scout trooper pose there. That beautiful wampa. Some Cosbabies, some Funko. Uh, he also has his Mando shelf, which looks fucking awesome. Bo-Katan, IG-11, and Heavy Mando. I don't remember Bo-Katan shooting her guns like that. And why are they sideways? And then he's got Boba Fett. Uh, Birdship Boba, as we call him. Yeah, Danny's Danny's really good at posing. Danny's really good at posing. He's got the Ox icon there up, up, up top. The gold label. You'll love to see it. Uh, Cuervo said he just posted Someone's something. Let decapitated me... head. I thought it was flying yeah. through the air at first. I didn't realize it was sitting on glass. I was like, that's a crazy post. There we go. Here's uh, Cuervo's shelf here. He's got the uh, the homemade suit Spider-Man with Vulture. I think this is the Jazz Ink one. Maybe the Toys era. Magneto, or uh, Mysterio rather, and Green Goblin. So love nice. to see that. And uh, Not a yeah. speck of dust on that white. Not a speck of dust. Um, what I don't see is a Ben Thomas comment or a Marco comment or a John comment. So my heart breaks so, into a thousand pieces. Um, but, I don't think I read that post, to be honest. I yeah, somehow I skipped over that entirely. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, okay. Did you did you tag us? Somehow. It's a toys era. I mean, do I have to tag you? It's, it's in the group. Yes. <laughs> I don't have to tag you on everything? Yes. It's in the group. It was the pinned post. Uh, I missed it. Jesus. My I've been sick. I'm Jeez. thinking about Vegas. I put in the show sheet and everything. It's okay. We'll see it's it Sunday. It's about Vegas. Wow. Uh, <laughs> wow. Oh, man. That's funny. Uh, so our main topic for tonight is. What? That wasn't the main topic? No, we're just having fun. Jesus. The journey. What content creators have helped us most in our journey of content creation? And I don't want this to be like a Pat Zach on the back segment. As much as I would, I don't think that's the, the chat would enjoy you, it. You, that's the only reason you did this. Well, yeah, because John called me on. I was like, well, now I can't do it. Um, so, the journey. So, what? What? Uh, who's helped you? Uh, for us, so we got started... Uh, pretty early and when we were doing it there wasn't a lot of people doing it uh this type of stuff and so um for me the the people that helped us out the most um directly and indirectly was uh brian chris and tc the six scale scavengers uh holy shit paul schreiber with the hundred dollar super chat whoa oh, God. Yeah, let me 
Oh my! We hit him with this. Uh, with the wow. Oh, it is making me have an organism in my trousers. Wow, hundred dollars, hundred dollars. Get rid of that one. Wow, no, a round of applause. Oh wow, Paul with the hundred dollars super chat. What, what a, a guy. guy. What an absolute legend, Paul. Appreciate you, Paul. Um, yeah. So so back then. You know, we were kind of just doing it for fun. No one was really doing this stuff. And when when they started also uh, making content, I'm like super competitive. So I was like, oh, cool. Like in, in a good way, right? In a, in a healthy way. I was like, well, okay. So now we have like a barometer to measure our success and the things that we're doing with. And we also have someone to kind of keep us going, right? Because we don't want to be the one that like stops, right? And kind of, we want to kind of keep going and in a very friendly way, we pushed each other to be better. We we constantly one up each other in terms of quality of our production, of our equipment. Uh, we we helped each other grow along the way. You know, we learned a lot of things. You know, there was times where I had a lot of questions that Brian was able to help me out with, with you know how we were doing things uh, with this kind of a format, and and vice versa. Uh, and so yeah, they they helped us out a bunch. Um, you know, still great friends with them to this day. And, uh, you know, for some of the new people who might not know these guys, um, you have them to thank for a lot of the current streamers that you listen to now, whether you know it or not. Uh, and so, yeah, for, for us, or at least for me personally, that, that was um, the, the creator that helped us out the most. <laughs> Big old Fern with the 99 cent super chat. Look at that, Fern. Not to be outdone there by Paul, of course. Um, so, uh, and then uh, Alad says, I enjoy channels that produce real content rather than just throw up a stream thank you uh dean so in your content creation journey um is there any creators that you would like to shout out uh and give them a little bit of praise um well my content creation was a little different just because it didn't start with this but it did carry over and i'll explain that in a second and i've explained it before but i used to dj professionally and um you know a lot of guys helped me you know dj tonic dj malik suarez dj nessio all, all these guys and one of the things they really taught me uh was consistency because uh, you know you start off at a, at a new spot and you know it, it might be dead for a week it could be dead for a month but if you put in the time and the effort people will eventually know that they can rely on you to be there every day that they expect you to be there so when zach and i started doing this i was like bro we need to pick a day and we need to consistently do that day no matter what and so we picked tuesdays uh i don't even remember why <laughs> and that's kind of you know how we started and and you know zach tells the story all the time it's like we only had one viewer in the chat for like a year and it was me making sure the stream was running properly you know and you know it's just like you know having that faith in in yourself and you know eventually the viewers that they'll find you and enjoy what you're doing to stay consistent and to and know that they can depend on you so yeah shout out to all those guys that taught me that way before i even got into podcasting yeah, and one thing also while you guys are um, shouting out those that have helped you, if you have any advice for new creators, because I know 
Uh, it seems like every every day uh, there are new people coming in. I'm going to share some, you know, once we kind of run through the, the You can still here. listen to my mixtapes, by the way. SoundCloud.com slash Dinomite. It's good shit, too. John, uh, creators that helped you and advice for new creators. I don't know. I, you know, I started on my own channel a little while and I started watching uh, the scavengers. They were like the first guys that I started watching and tuning in. But I honestly, not to sugarcoat anything, I think it was Zach and Dean. Um, not, not necessarily content wise, because when they used to talk about Dragon Ball Z, I used to get sick to my stomach, but it was their. How dare uh, you? Their compatibility, their the way they were together, is what made the show funny and and made the the listener or viewer want to continue to watch the show. But uh, Zach and Dean for extending the hand to be on the show, I think is really what pushed me to uh, to you know what hey maybe this YouTube thing could be something finally having a little bit of a voice on the screen. Um, other than that, I, I to be honest, I try to. I try not to watch too much content, and the reason for that is not because it's just so that I stay fresh for the shows, and my opinions stay fresh. I don't want to be like after we do our show, I, I'll I'll watch, I can pick up some of the previous streams from last week, but I delay it so that I my opinions stay fresh and they don't kind of get polluted. But I have to my shout out in all seriousness. I told him it was going to be like this, but I, I wouldn't be able to shout out anyone besides Zach and Dean. Wow, thanks, buddy. In regards to new collectors coming in, uh, new streamers coming in, do you uh, don't watch other streams and try to be someone you're not? You do you watch other streamers, get advice from other streamers, and kind of take everything with a grain of salt, but bring something different to the table because at the end of the day, everybody can pick up a mic, everybody can pick up a camera. What you can't bring to the table what everybody can't bring the same is their experiences and their thoughts so come in with your original thoughts experiences what you think about the hobby well don't don't come into this hobby thinking that uh come into this youtube th thinking that if you share your true opinions you're going to be bullied this and that if you're bullied let yourself be bullied people will wake up and you end up being right like what's happening now but besides that be yourself and don't uh <clears throat> and don't change yourself for anybody have fun the most important have fun this is to be fun not to be considered work good call john good call um so wow. it was uh it was definitely i would say marco uh that gave me my youtube shot at first for sure he was doing his uh, podcast with Gigi. Um, and he was interviewing other couples and, uh, I kind of put out, put out the feelers to Marco one day. He didn't even know me yet. And I was just like, Hey, like I'm in the, I'm in the chats a lot. You know, I like, I like watching these shows. I like talking about hot toys. If there's ever an opportunity to, to join you, like on your show, like that'd be really cool. Uh, and I honestly didn't really even expect to hear back. I'm not going to lie. I was like, really? oh yeah. Like, I mean, I like, you're a nice guy, but like, there's a lot of people in the world that would like to, to, you know, do this kind of thing. And, uh, and I was just a nobody in the chats. Uh, like, you know, I, the reason, part of the reason I kept my show name, the Ben Thomas show was because I was in the chats as Ben Thomas. And that's how you guys started to even recognize, uh, who the heck I even was. Um, and then you said, yeah, like if you want to join, like let's set up a time. And I remember I went up to Shauna who is 
certainly not a collector and not a YouTube person by any stretch. And I was like, hey, like, I need you to do me a favor. Like, I need you to be on the show with me, uh, with Marco and Gigi, just one time. It's all I ask. But it will get my foot in the door with these guys. It will, it will get my foot in the door. It's all I want. That if I only if I if I'm a one and done flash in the pan, that's fine. I just think it would be cool to to get to do one of these shows eventually. So she said yes. I was like, that's amazing. I go out and I immediately start messaging Marco to be like, okay, like what do I need? I don't have a camera. I've got like a laptop from 2010. I've got no equipment. He's like, oh buddy, don't worry about it. Like just show up on whatever shitty webcam you have, and like you can just talk into the microphone, and like we'll figure it out, right? And I'd heard all the stories of the Oxfather and how he keeps people in check when it comes to sound checking and stuff, and I'm like dude, like you're trying to grow your channel. I can't, I can't justify being too bottom of the barrel. So I ordered this HD webcam off of Amazon. I have no bearings on whether it's actually going to be good or not. Uh, I then get up the gumption to message Zach, the Oxfather, who I'd really hadn't had much interaction with other than you'd occasionally highlighted some of my comments in the chat, like we do with the, with the group here now. Um, and kind of out of context, I, I sent you a couple pictures of my Blue Yeti microphone, the, literally the one that I'm speaking into right now to say, hey, like, is this is this good? Like, is, is this going to, like, get me by on Marco's show this week? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and you get, you know, you gave me the green light. You, you told me the ups and the downs of it and all that good stuff. And then yeah. volunteered to be in Marco's chat that day uh, to help, you know, sound check in the back if, like, if needed. Um, kind of fast forward a little bit. Great show amazing time now i had all this equipment and like just like any voice in the community i the last thing i wanted was for people to be like who the hell is this guy why do we even care what he has to say um so i created a youtube channel so that i could actually have something to talk about other than just the show that i was on like just to have some level of credibility and and i was sending marco pictures at like one o'clock in the morning of what my logo should look like and all the of things his blue was, yeti is what he calls his cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. Jesus uh, and he was gracious enough to respond and, and give me the support and whatever. Um, and then Zach, you offered me an opportunity to come on shortly after seeing, I think me on Marco show to come on to after dark, uh, which was cool. And, uh, I remember I was really, it was a proud moment because I had talked about the pogs that, that episode. Uh, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. You, you know, you brought those to fruition. Like that was like such a cool, like bonding moment and like such a, a cool, like touch on the, of the collecting weekly channel. Um, and then Eddie, uh, our buddy, Eddie, uh, he decided to step away and, and kind of rock his own universe. And I remember I poked Zach the one day and said, Hey, like buddy, like if there's just ever an opportunity for me to be more of a regular on the show, like sign me up. I get it. There's probably other people in line, but if that's ever the case, I'll, I'll be there. You tell me when to be there and I'll be there. Well, I get the call from Zach, like the following Tuesday, he's like, can you be on the live show tonight on the Tuesday show? And I was on my way to a staff event and I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I will do it. And I cut out of that staff event a little bit early. I remember to be you able to... ditched like really early. Really like, early. just gotten there. If we were there for one hour, I was like, oh, oh I'm yeah. sorry. I'm not hungry. <laughs> like I'm, I just had a drink and I bolt. And Shauna was with me. I, she was all dressed up, beautiful. And like I brought her home so I could jump on the show. Uh, and then oh, from wow. there, was, stayed relatively weekly. Uh, <laughs> Unfortunately, he, made he showed the her the decision. Blue Yeti. Yeah. <laughs> he showed her the Blue Yeti, and I never he made didn't. it. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
and and I've been streaming with you guys ever since on Tuesdays. I think the the other thing that I should recognize is that you know just like any YouTube voice in the world or just any of us, like we've all been presented opportunities to stream on other people's channels. The same chance that Marco gave to me, the same chance that Zach gave to me uh, and Dean and like, you know, Will Foxification has given me that same chance to, to air my voice on his channel and Lael on his. And uh, even brother cousins has reached out in the past. Mafia has reached out in the past. Like these people who are still like, YouTube community members, sometimes we feel like competitors, sometimes we feel like brothers in arms, like we're all, we're all kind of in it together. Oftentimes those people have, have given me the shot. Riley reviews in the chat. He's put me up on his thing to say, follow this guy. Uh, there's no way I would have hit the sub count that I have now if it wasn't for the support of other YouTubers as well as good community members. And then you just have to mix up a couple sayings sometimes and get known for the stupid shit that you say. And suddenly, you know, you got stickers made after you and, and all this weird stuff. So, um, I definitely appreciate it for new people entering the hobby. Um, John, I think nailed it. Be yourself. Uh, don't try to be somebody else because the more you do these shows, the more you talk live, the more people will start to piece it together if you're full of it or if you're actually giving your real take. Um, and it's live. It's it's on the internet forever. So, like, don't try to bullshit who you are. Be genuine. And talk about the stuff that you actually find passion in because usually the people who watch you end up enjoying your passion uh, for that at the end of the day, there's going to be critics. You do have to have a bit of a thick skin as well. If you're ever going to come in, um, be prepared to have some criticism uh, of your content or your voice uh, or whatever, the way you say Vegas, doesn't matter. Have, a, have a, some thick skin there um, and, and you'll stand the test of time and, and be consistent with your content. Give people something to actually watch. Really well said, Ben. And we're really happy that you ended up taking that plunge. So I will start with the advice. I will just say, you know, just do it. If you're thinking about, you know, entering the space, you don't have to have the fanciest equipment. Just get the baseline stuff and just do it. Just come on. And if you think you've got something unique to say, I think it's a very welcoming community. So reach out to somebody, get some advice and just take the plunge. Um, I always get nervous with these type of things because I know that there's someone that I would forget to mention, but obviously Zach, like it was one of those things where I was like interested in coming on. Gigi and I had, you know, started our own podcast that we had been uploading with no video talking to Zach. And then he just invited me on. I was like, wow, just like one of those things just took the plunge and, you know, kind of forever grateful that he just like, gave me a platform to do so. Um, and then obviously Dean, Ben, John to like have the support of you guys, you know, to kind of raise up number one, my podcasting skills, and then just our channel in general, um, has been huge. So, um, and then obviously like, um, Ben said, you know, big shout out to Will Foxification, to Lael. Um, I would say to Mario has, has put me on, you know, we got going with LWO obviously has started here with C on with, with him on CW brother cousins put me on Dan and Dre on, um, uh, six scale reviews kind of when I was getting going. So a lot of folks, and I know that there's folks in that list that I'm missing Shane, out on. Shane at One Figure Focus, I forgot to the, mention as well. Huge, well, there you huge go. there. Yeah. And so, yeah, so I think Shane was similar with, like, with Ben where he was thinking about doing it, and I talked to him, and he just went and took the plunge, and now he's killing it. So I think, uh, yeah, and we're almost at one, 1K. I think we're like maybe 25 away. So we're uh, getting yeah. close to that milestone very, very soon. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, it's been an incredible journey and really glad that I decided to do this. One motivation that I don't know that I've talked about too often is that I have really bad anxiety when I'm speaking and especially when I'm on like web 
or WebEx or Zoom and I have to do it a lot for work. And so I was like, you know what, if I start podcasting a bit more, maybe that'll sharpen my skill in terms of like just speaking because, you know, my brain will freeze a lot of the time. And I feel like it's helped, you know, it's still, I'm still not a polished product, but it definitely has helped me formulate thoughts and uh, feel more comfortable speaking. So, uh, you know, in that respect, and then all the friends we've made along the way, it's been, yeah, just a really awesome experience. Dude, you're one of the more polished, you're one of the more polished people I think I've ever listened to. I'm just, just as a compliment, as a compliment. Thank you for that. I get so self-conscious. No, no, thank you, Ben. I appreciate that compliment because yeah, I get in my head so often. So it's a, yeah, thank you for for those kind words. But yeah, love all you dudes. And uh, I think I lost the plot of where we were going, but it's been a hell of a journey. So my advice for the new collectors, and I'm kind of kind of rehash what a lot of you guys have said, because it was, um, I think you guys have all made great points. Um, But if you want to make content, make content. I know, you know, when I would talk to people, um, you know, obviously, we've, we've kind of um, helped a lot of new people get started. And people ask me like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to, I got to get this mic before I get started or I'm going to get like this really fancy camera. And honestly, like that doesn't really matter. Like even, even myself, like when, when we first started doing StreamYard and everything, like I kind of had it in my head, like, oh, once we get to episode hundred, all of a sudden we're going to be big or like, oh, once we get like new microphones or new webcams, well, all of a sudden, like the show is just suddenly going to be better magically it's not like that, right? If, if you have some passion and you have like $70, I mean, in a computer, realistically, you could basically do this, right? It's not expensive. It's not difficult. There are a lot of people that will help you. Um, so yeah, if you want to make content, make content. It might, it might not be great and you might struggle out the gate like, like everyone else does. And it, you may find out that it's not for you, but don't, don't spend a thousand dollars to get all the best stuff do it once and say, ah, that's not for me, right? Start, start any way that you can. Uh, we started Dean, uh, we had one microphone. We were on a kitchen table with a terrible webcam and, um, and a, you know, pretty, pretty, we had an iPad actually. It wasn't even a web. It wasn't even a microphone. It was an iPad. (laughs) And we would all huddle around the, the, the iPad on GarageBand, and it was terrible. And we had to, really jank things up because we could only record for an hour and six minutes before the the thing would freak out and that's why all of our old shows are like just about an hour and six minutes I, um i recently saw an interview with jack black uh i don't know if you guys know who aussie man is he's like the australian guy who does like funny commentary videos but he kind of asked jack black the, the same question like what do, like if you had any advice for people getting started doing anything like what is it and he says just do it and be bad at it like you don't be afraid to suck at whatever you're doing because you're gonna be bad at it right when you first start except for zach and i we were naturals but of course (laughs) like don't be afraid like zach said go back and listen to those episodes they're not great (laughs) they really aren't they sound terrible we don't have you can only actually listen to them on soundcloud because we have so much shit on our audio (laughs) feed it it limits us to 500 tracks so if you want the full cw experience go to soundcloud yeah and and yeah it's like don't just be bad because that's how you're going to learn how to do it and 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 learn how to to find who you are and how you want to do it is through trial and error so don't be afraid just fucking heck yeah take it take that plunge like marco said 
Can I mention two more people? I know that there's folks that I'm missing. Well, um, I wasn't done but, yet, but... <laughs> I just really wanted to give a shout out to yeah. Joao Breda, who's, you know, been a big supporter of all of us and, you know, yes, obviously has 100%. so much knowledge to share. So, um, and I know he listens to the show. So big shout out to him. And then also PJ, the paradox nerd is someone who's, you know, been a really uh, friendly uh, person in the community that we don't see very often, but he's always been, you know, really, really nice to me. Um, so my second, uh, advice for new collectors um and and this is something that i think john has really grown a lot um in terms of content creation but and and i think i have as well um back in the day i used to be pretty petty i mean i'm still pretty petty to be honest but you know if i got like a negative comment <laughs> or like a troll comment i would like it would be like john wick scorched earth yikes and i think the bigger you get and the more you do this the more you have to accept that regardless of how much work you've put into anything or how great you think something will be, the internet is not a great place. And sometimes there will be people who are shitty people who are going to say some ugly stuff about you personally, about your take, about your knowledge, or, you know, just, just any number of things. And you have to have thick skin and just let it roll off you. Fuck them and, up. and like I said, John's, John's really grown in that, in that regard. Um, and, and it's to the point now, like even in our Patreon chat, like we all talk shit to each other. Like if someone says something, it's just like, just, it just rolls off. Like, it's not a big deal. It's funny. Like, and I think, I think you really have to be that way if you're going to, um, you know, kind of make it to that next level because, you know, we don't get like a ton of comments, but it, it's not, it's not uncommon that, you know, three or four times a month we'll have, you know, a smart ass comment and, you know, it's, it's, it's funny now back then it would ruin my whole day, but it's, it's pretty funny now. You just got to let it roll off and, uh, you know, it's not a big deal. Uh, and the last piece of advice would be to, you know, keep your nose clean, right? There's in a way, a lot of us all really like each other that stream, but there is also like a little bit of a game of Thrones politics that you kind of have to navigate. And, you know, it's, it's just, you know, people stream with people, people don't stream with other people. And you, you don't really want to be a new content creator getting involved in all kinds of drama that you don't need to. Just, you know, be authentic to yourself, you know, join streams that you're invited to and, uh, you know, just, just keep your nose clean, right? Don't, no one likes a drama channel, uh, especially if you're coming out the gate and that's all you're doing. Um, but yeah, keep your nose clean, have thick skin. And, you know, if you want to make content, make content. Because uh, I, I think, you know, we've always been a fan of like, you having your choice of, of collectibles that you buy or, you know, uh, other things. And, and, you know, this show may not be for everybody, our show, but there's um, other shows out there. And I think it's the more the merrier. I don't think that another show popping up is suddenly going to make our show have no views. And, you know, people will, will find you if you're good and uh, keep, keep it up because it, like Dean said, it took us years it's totally different now than when it was when we got started. Like, because again, not a lot of people were really doing it, but it took us years before we really got like our first, you know, fans, if you will. And I know now like channels can start up and they, they get traction pretty quickly. Cause you know, there's kind of that system built. Um, and so, yeah, just, just do it. Don't expect to become a celebrity overnight. Uh, doesn't really work like that. And it's a lot of work. Um, oh, it's but, a lot uh, of work. It's, you know, I know, you know, sometimes we kind of joke that we kind of just throw these things together, but no. you can certainly tell 
the channels that throw things together than channels that don't, or even within our own shows, the shows that we're kind of sluggish on. Uh, not not like the show, but like the episodes of Collecting Weekly where we've had a long week and it's kind of, you know, there's slides out of order and just things going on. Um, Nick's uh, Collectibles says, after doing the Royal Rumble, my first time hosting a live stream, I'm now seeing all the things that really come included with putting yourself out there. People won't always agree. Nick, uh, this this segment isn't targeted to you by any means, but I think you, you put out an amazing show and I, I, I think it's a shame that you know for reasons that i won't say that you had to take it down or that you did take it down but that was one of the most fun things i've ever seen and i, I hope that you put it up i hope that you're not discouraged from making content but it was uh, it was it was a really fun thing and can he I, said can for I a few say... oh, go ahead, go ahead, yeah let, let me let me get the second comment real quick for a few minutes i thought about quitting but after seeing all the people who had fun i'm gonna keep doing it yeah that's good. fantastic good good Mark. i would I would just say this community is not unlike any other like your workplace or your friend group or any other, you know, larger social group where there's going to be different personalities and there's inevitably going to be disagreements or conflicts. And that doesn't mean that people are like necessarily good or bad or there's a good side or a bad side, but there's just going to be stuff that pops up where people will not agree. And I think you just once you learn to accept that and like you said, keep your nose clean, like try to just not be involved in in stuff, um, then yeah, I think you will enjoy your time um, if you don't take things too personally because it's just like everything else, there's gonna be issues. Yeah, but if you're passionate, you're gonna take things personally, unfortunately. No doubt about it. Bring the passion 100%, do you, and don't care about what anybody has to say. Don't care about what anybody has to say. You keep your head down, you do your show, right? You do your show, and if it's a good show, the people will come. And if they don't come, then you're hanging out with friends, who cares? completely agree it's that time ladies and gentlemen hot seat by collecting weekly oxperty today we have parts trivia 90s movie trivia and a final uh oxperty ben leads us with eleven thousand points uh john in second with 700 and marco and dean bringing up the rear with 600 points uh we will use private chat today for um chiming in so everyone switch over uh gentlemen's agreement as per usual please don't read the comments in the chat nor uh google the answers to these questions i have eleven thousand points yeah you you did really well this week yeah you have 11 points yeah you did, you've done really well this month eleven thousand um, it says 11, on the thing exactly not eleven thousand. oh just kidding eleven one thousand one hundred. Uh, i was gonna say like where did i get all these points from i was in Even some kind of weird oregano like fever dream or something wow <laughs> i'm still confused by eleven hundred but eleven thousand was yeah wild. We'll, we'll go from there uh so ben as is tradition you get to lead us off and remember um there is no uh like you don't have first dibs on these questions anyone can steal and if no one answers correctly then you get to pick again so lead us off here which which would you like to to uh to pick uh let's try parts trivia for 300 all right parts trivia for 300 um john can you do me a favor can you put some music on for us please and i'll I'll give you a second yep 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 yep, i'll give you a second hold on what do you want to put listen to anything just uh the rock one or what's that one that we listen to uh, Hold on, I got night it. driving yeah, yeah night driving thank night you drive. there we go all there right, we go full-on vibe all right uh is everyone ready in the private chat yes yeah, all right vegas right now for three <laughs> for 300 points which hot to- and i just need the character i don't need the specific hot toys which hot toys does this belong to uh, i don't know hmm. oh uh, John, 
Is it Loki? Uh, that is incorrect. It's the first thing that came to mind. Uh, we're going to give it just a few more seconds here, and then we'll go on to uh, the next question. All right, that's Winter Soldier by Hot Ooh. Toys. Oh, Winter Soldier one. by Hot Toys. Uh, ben, the choice is yours. Let me just... Uh, right. Let me just... Uh, oh, how do I, yeah, there we go. Let's bring up the uh, Jeopardy template again. Hot seat, uh, Part trivia for 300 was, was a no-go. Okay. Uh, 90s for 500. 90s movie Nin trivia. Oh. 90s for 500. Uh, thank you, John, for putting that. I'll do again, that. Again, private chat. Yeah, thank you. Private chat to chime in, please. You know what they call a quarter pounder with cheese in Paris? Uh, Dean the Dream with the period first at 1025. And you, you're on mute. It's a Royale with cheese from Pulp Fiction. A Royale with cheese. Dean the Dream with 1,100 points. Dean the pick. It's not because I'm fat. It's a good movie. <laughs> Great movie. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, John. Uh, Dean, the pick is yours. Uh, let's do parts trivia for 400. Parts trivia 400. Again, uh, please use the uh, period in the private chat to chime in. Parts trivia for 400. Again, just the character. Uh, Marco. Shit. Um, which trooper is this? Son of a gun. This is... All right, pass. I, I, yeah, yeah I you it. got... Uh, yeah, you blew that one. Uh, does Dean he lose the points? Do he does lose the points. He does lose the points. Fuck. <laughs> uh, I was going to say Space Trooper. Uh, you've lost those points. Oh, damn it. Uh, anyone else want to chime in? No? Okay, this is the uh, Scout Trooper by Hot Toys. Uh, yeah. Scout Trooper by Hot Toys. All right. Uh, Dean, it's your choice. No one got the question right. Okay. Um, can you pull up the thing? Yep, yep, yep. Sorry. Uh, let's do 90s movie trivia for 400. 90s movie trivia for 400. Again, periods in the private chat, please. Shouldn't parts. Oh. In the movie Jurassic Park, what company created the genetically engineered dinosaurs on the island? Jesus. Marco with the chime in. Fuck. This is a wild ass guess. The Hammond Company? Uh, that is incorrect. Also, make sure you're good to go when you press that period, please. Um, anyone else want to take a gander? Well, these questions really are getting up there, again, Zach. These are pretty easy questions. This is an easy question. I know. This question. one's going to drive me nuts. In the movie Jurassic Park, what company created the genetically engineered dinosaurs? No way. I'm All gonna right. We're that. going to uh, call it there. The answer is engine. Engine. <sighs> yes. Come on. Uh, Dean, the picture. Sorry, Marco. What were you... Uh, yeah, I need to blank this one out. Thank you. Okay, there you go. That's what I was saying. Okay. Um, Dean, the uh, pick is yours still. Parts Trivia 500? Parts Jesus. Trivia 500. Uh, here we go. This is by Hot Toys, and I just need the character name. Next is going to be the Sculptor's Hands. What the heck is that? A, a figure comes with a ball, though? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, we'll give this one a few seconds here, and then we'll call it. <laughs> I thought these were pretty easy. These are all like pretty new figures. This is easy. I thought so. I guess not. All right, we'll call it there. That's Django Fett by Hot Toys. That's the little canister he has the worms in. Uh, Dean, the pick is is back to you. Let me just clear out. Show me a gun or something. Jesus. Christ. Uh, go ahead, Dean. 
Uh, 90s movie trivia for 300. 90s movie trivia for 300. Which movie saw Jim Carrey star as a lawyer who couldn't lie for 24 yeah. hours? Uh, ben Thomas uh, chiming in first. Liar, liar. Dance on fire. Is correct. Liar, liar uh, for Ben there. Uh, ben, the choice is yours. Uh, movie trivia for 200. Movie trivia for 200. In the movie Titanic, what was the name of the character played by Leonardo DiCaprio? Uh, ben or uh, John, rather, with the uh, with the period. Jack. Do you have a last name for me? We need a last name. I know uh... it. Come on, come on. You didn't say last name. Jack. Well, that's his name. No. I don't think I should lose the points, that's for sure. You need a last name, I'll give you Jack. I didn't even know he had a last name in the I film. I know. What? Uh, you guys are fake fans. I, I'll give it to you. Can I take the points? You shouldn't take the points from me, that's for sure. What does the chat say? <laughs> the chat well, says... That's how, how it works. Ben gets the answer. Yeah, Ben, go ahead and answer. Jack Dawson. Uh, let's see here. Jack Dawson is correct, Ben, wow. with an insurmountable well, I gave, I gave you a name, right? Jack is a name. Oh, okay. Uh, Ben's just name, killing it. Name might month. be better. Uh, it was my first. My, it was my first VHS uh, two pack I ever had. Wow. The Titanic two pack. First two pack. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Danny Ben did steal, and he did get the points there. Parts trivia one two hundred and nineties movie trivia one hundred. Ben, the choice is yours. Nineties movie trivia one hundred. Nineties movie trivia one hundred. We got the line there. Who played the role of Forrest Gump in the movie of the same name? Uh, John the Everyday Collector with the button. What's his name now? I have his... Uh, Woody. Oh, my God. Hold on. Okay. Time second. is up, John. Dean. Woody, time is up. <laughs> yeah, you got to... If you press the button, you have to be ready to go. Oh, it's not press the button and then, you know... <laughs> Tom Hanks. Uh, Dean, that is incorrect. What? I'm just kidding. Uh, it's correct. I was like, oh, my God. threw me off there. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, part twice. trivia two wow. and one hundred on the board. Dean, the choice is yours. Uh, parts trivia two hundred. Parts trivia two hundred. Uh, it is coming up. Uh, thank you, John. It is coming up here. Parts trivia two hundred. Which hot toys does this come with? Oh, I have no idea. Uh, oh, I know. John, you press you press the buttons. So. I think I know. Oh, this okay. is going to be such a guess. Is it the Spider Punk figure? That is incorrect. Yeah, I hate this. Uh, anyone else want to guess? I thought these were all super easy. You suck, Zach. I'm, I'm stripping your Jeopardy card on this. On, on, <laughs> Wait, I like, gave you the Jeopardy have, card. What the hell? You know, you, you could have, well, you didn't really give me the Jeopardy card. I want to say you I had the Jeopardy, Jeopardy idea first. Uh, Johnny Silverhand by Hot Toys. You guys are killing me today. Okay. Uh, hot Seat for 100. For that. um, that's the last one on the board here. Uh, let me pull that up, and if you guys oh, don't get boy. this, then I guess you guys just don't pay attention. Okay, guys, I'll do Jeopardy next month. Y'all are killing me if y'all don't get this. this oh, I know so this. I know this. I know this. I know this. John, we save did us, it. please. The please. Blurg. And? Hot Toys Blurg. Yeah, yeah. Quill and the Blurg. Yeah, thank mm. you. It doesn't have to be Quill. It could, even if you bought the Blurg, yeah. doesn't it just come I'll with the Blurg? Jesus I think so. Christ. Look at that. Worst of the North Korea government to get an answer. Wow. No, no, what is that accessory supposed to be? I don't know. It's the tranquilizer, the tranquilizer that goes in the ass. Oh, okay. The only reason I know is because what's-his-face did it? Uh, Sean. John with 200, Marco with negative 200, and Ben with 16. We're at final Oxbridge. Go ahead and get your pen and paper ready. 
and we will we will uh, do final Oxfordy. I I genuinely thought. Okay, first off, for the 90s trivia, I had uh, ChatGPT write that, so I think the trivia was pretty good. Um, and then for parts trivia, I thought I was throwing you guys like a few easy ones of all re relatively new hot toys. One sixties knows it's hard to know the accessories. You never take the figures out of the box. Wow! Um, oh wow! How dare you? Shots fired. <laughs> This show was amazing. Okay, five hundred on the clock. We got a we got about a minute to uh, take our guesses here. Quote: My CPU is a blank blank processor, a learning computer, and we are going to do a countdown. Oh, so easy. I know the first word. I don't know the second one. Now Dean has a chance here to win, and Ben has a chance to lose. So. This is or a tie. We might have a tie. I don't know what we're gonna do if there's a tie. If there's a tie, I might have to bring it the next week because that was awkward last time. Oh, vintage! You can't put it in there, buddy. Well, don't be reading the chat. You should be in the private chat. No, I'm not. I'm out. I didn't write anything. I'm zero. Oh, okay. All right. Let me see. Uh, this is really between Dean and Ben here. So, uh, Dean, show me what you got. I I bet it all, or I bet it all. So 800. Sorry. Okay. A neural net processor. Okay. Ben, what did you put? I also put neural net processor for 50 points. So you can, <laughs> so you can see this. You Sorry. bastard. I don't know well, why you can't see it. But we have a winner. Why can't ben you see that? Thomas, ben Thomas. Is that actually is, correct? That's good. Yeah, it's a neural okay. net processor. <laughs> a <good>. learning computer. <laughs> and I, I, One of my favorite things growing up were soundboards. And prank uh -huh. calls with soundboards, and one of them was uh -huh. Arnold Schwartz or the T800 calling Gateway Computers. Uh huh. And like, I have a neural net processor, a learning computer. And the, the lady. CPU is a neural net processor, a learning computer. <laughs> She's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's so funny. If you guys can find that, uh, look it up. Erwin says, This is a CW clip. Danny says, My favorite line. Yeah, um, Ben, we'll get you we'll get you paid out. I think uh, Thursday or Friday. Congratulations! Is that so CAD next show, you'll uh, see which one is last. Um, ben, we uh, you have a minute next show that is all yours. So you I think about what you'd like minute. to do. Uh, I can neither confirm nor deny that. Um, <laughs> our movie of the week chosen by John is Interstellar. In Earth's future, a global crop blight and second dust bowl are slowly rendering the planet uninhabitable. Professor Brand, a brilliant NASA physicist, is working on plans to save mankind by transporting Earth's population to a new home via a wormhole. But first, Brand must send former NASA pilot Cooper and a team of researchers through the wormhole across the galaxy to find out which of the three planets could be mankind's new home. Um, I saw this movie in IMAX um, when it was in theaters. And honestly, I didn't really know... Like, I kind of went into this movie blind. Um, I, th I want to say it was my brothers that really wanted to see it. And so I didn't, I didn't really know what the movie was about. But this movie blew my mind. The concepts... You know, these are pretty difficult concepts to grasp. But they're made fairly accessible by, like, the writing, the directing, and the effects... And yeah, this 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 movie is fantastic. Um, 
definitely some real heavy science themes, time dilation, relativity, all that kind of stuff. A, a little bit of like kind of more feely things, you know, the whole, oh, well, you know, it's love, you know, breaks all bad, like, you know, kind of a bit sentimental at the end. But man, this is, this is an incredible film. Um, one of the most emotional films I've ever seen in theaters, um, tearing up the entire time. And, you know, that second half of the film, some great characters, some great tech, TARS, um, the robot, which a lot of scientists said like, hey, that's not a terrible design for a robot um, to do the things that it needs to do. Uh, this movie is a masterpiece. This is this is one of my favorite films of all time, uh, a movie that I watch probably once or twice a year, uh, almost every year. It's that good. And um, yeah, if, if this is. Where I live, sometimes the theaters will do, like, older films, um, like, re-release them for, like, a week or, like, even just a showcase, uh, like, a one-show time. If, if you have the ability to see this in theater, if you haven't seen it in the theater, I highly recommend it. It's, it's such an incredible film to watch on the big screen. And um, even some of the science in the movie actually advanced our understanding of different things. They, the rendering on the black hole, I think it was, like, 60 hours of rendering per frame that you see in the movie – and it really helps scientists understand like how black holes work a little bit differently since they had all this really powerful computers that were working on it. So uh, a really great film, a lot of science in there. Um, yeah, it's one of one of my favorite movies of all time. So, John, great pick there. Yeah, this movie is easily in my top movies of all time ever. On music alone, one of the greatest themes of cinematic history captures the tone and the feel of this movie in a way I have not seen uh, before or since. It's honestly next level. Um, Matt Damon comes out of fucking nowhere and Say he's right. incredible. Huh? Matt Damon. Matt there Damon. you go. <laughs> um uh fucking uh all right, all right, all right. Uh Matt McConaughey. Uh, McConaughey, incredible. Um really kind of stepped up his acting career. I think he started doing a little more serious roles because he was usually doing rom coms and stuff. And uh this was I think was this before Dallas Buyers Club and stuff like that? That he started getting into these like real fucking like Dallas Buyers Club, true, uh, true detective, like, yeah, yeah, a couple yeah. serious roles for sure. Yeah, so this is kind of in that era, and it kind of propelled him into like this other level of fame. It's fucking crazy. Um, Anne Hathaway, she's okay, <laughs> uh, could have been anybody else in this movie, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Jessica Chastain, oh my god, fucking beautiful. My um, hero. But the, uh, yeah, everything about this movie just fucking blew my mind. And uh, space is like a, a topic. I literally will just sit in my room for hours on end watching videos on black holes, pulsars, stars, half a world away, the fucking visible universe, the, the, the microwave uh, background. Like I fucking dive deep into that shit. So when this movie came out and I you know got to sit there and enjoy it it was next level this is the only movie in theaters that made me openly weep oh like 
fucking and for most of the movie it's not like a sad movie it's like kind of like gut-wrenching oh bro, it fuck, comes this out of nowhere sucks. Bro. and then boom he gets back on the ship after the water planet and just gut punch gut punch gut punch gut punch and you're just like please make it stop incredible i yeah this i'm i'm with zach this is a movie i watch pretty regularly it's fucking fantastic to start to end not not much more to say than what zach and dean just said like <laughs> honestly word for word every word they said was because you had never seen this before i'd like the second the movie was done i exploded the chat i was yeah because like, it wasn't it. even you didn't even pick this movie for movie of no. the week until you saw it first time watching this and i really i was on netflix nothing was on and then i'm like wait a second dean watched this he said it was incredible let's give it a shot holy mac this movie is easily top three of all time easily um this is where we got to disagree but i'll get I'll well get there. that's fine oh, i don't, don't care wow. what you think about it but that's fine Let the 8. man 6, finish 8.6 out of 10 you can disagree with it. i don't care who disagrees and who doesn't um this movie was beautiful and i didn't even know christopher nolan directed it when i saw christopher nolan in the credits i'm like okay well that's why this movie was incredible everything about it i think the last time i cried that hard was when i put my dog down that's how wow. emotional yeah this movie when he was on the ship when he was on the ship sitting at first gut punches you when they're on the water planet they get back and you see the other guy come in it's and he's like it's been 25 years or something like that right because they went to go try to save the other captain that was on the water planet and then they get back to the ship after the whole wave scenario and they once they get back the other their partner i don't know their name off the top of my head but the partner opens up the latch and uh he's like it's been 25 years or whatever that's where you first get the gut punch and then you start thinking about the kids back home and but where it really hits for me was when he's watching the journals and then the sun comes on and he's like, Oh, I have a girlfriend. Da -da. And then the, the, I was finished when the son puts his son on the screen, the baby all done. If you haven't watched this movie, guys, I'm telling you, I would, I'll stop streaming. If you haven't watched this movie and you watch it and you don't like it, that's how confident this movie was fantastic. The end part, I was a little like, I had to sit back for a second because you're so heavily invested. The whole space warp, and I'm not going to spoil it, but that whole space yeah. warp and everything. Have a good night, Alvin. I know he's going to go watch uh, Interstellar right now. Love you, um, I will. Uh, I won't talk too much about spoilers, but that whole section, I was kind of had to wrap my head around and kind of understand because you're. It's a two hour movie, two hour and something, so you're heavily invested. But Jesus, this movie is a must watch. Yeah, dude, 100%. I uh, agree with you too, Dean, um, on the soundtrack. You know, Han Hans Zimmer uh, being the composer of uh, one of my favorite trilogies of all time, the Dark Knight trilogy, and then this film with Christopher Nolan as well. I mean, absolutely, absolutely knows how to invoke that emotion. And I can listen to that soundtrack just in the car on a good day, a bad day, it doesn't matter when it is, it's amazing. Um I I can see John for for you especially being like a new dad uh why that that gut punch would hit you know mm -hmm. I've always 
something I've always said is, you know, never, never leave a conversation in, uh, in a fight. You know, what if it's the last time, what if it's the last time you get a chance to see that, that loved one? What if that's the last time, um, you don't want that to be your last conversation. And I think the crazy part about that movie and like the time, time paradoxes and, and stuff, um, is how much time is, is truly lost uh, to that character and his family and the sacrifice that needs to be made uh, in order to get it there. You know, Murph, obviously, as, as his daughter, looks up to him so heavily, and then you see her lose faith in him over time, lose faith in his promise that he's going to come back, lose faith overall, and then regain that faith as an elderly woman. And, and when he does <coughs> make it back... Uh, eventually and and she is you know elderly and 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 stuff and you see that glow you see that that childlike personality come out of her again uh just like she was when she was a kid uh it was amazing i it was amazing um i also cried a lot during this movie um i think my only criticism of this film is how long it truly is it is an investment in time it's not something that you can just throw on and and just quickly get through like I feel like if you're going to give it the time investment, watch it. No distractions. Give yourself, I think it's like a good two and a half, three hours, maybe even longer. I don't even know. It feels like a long, a long haul. Um, but give yourself that that time to, to really soak it in. Uh, and then plan to watch it, honestly, a second time. Um, because I agree, the ending for me the first time was a little confusing. Uh, and I had to let it soak in. I felt like I understood it more on the second viewing. Yeah, so it's a good movie. All right, so don't get me wrong there. I don't want to like make it seem like I'm trying to portray this as not a good movie, but I love Christopher Nolan. In terms of his films, for me, it doesn't even rank in the top three. I would put, um, let's see, Inception, Dark Knight, Memento. Um, what's the other one? Prestige. I would put all of those above this film. I think this is this film is not as slick as it thinks it is right uh, to use family guy it insists upon itself it kind of in a way it's like tenet where it's like okay this is really competently How made amazing you. cast amazing sound design amazing cinematography really cool concept but in terms of a film it's just it gets bogged down in insisting upon itself just a bit so again i don't want to make it seem like i don't think it's a good movie because it is a good movie but when y'all were in the chat talking about top 10 film all time john just said top three all time i'm saying i think there are at least four other christopher nolan films that are better than this film so to me i strongly disagree with that i again still a very very good movie because christopher nolan only makes bangers right only makes really good films um but yeah, just uh, just a step below those other uh, movies. That what's the other? Um, was it World War One? What's the other fighter what? pilot? Tom Dunkirk. Dunkirk. I see, mm. I even like Dunkirk more than Interstellar. Wow. I would what? Say. Um, yeah, Dunkirk so, is good. I Dunkirk love Dunkirk. Is a damn good movie. He's he a makes a film. lot of damn good films. So that's why I just had a hard time getting on board wow. with y'all saying top ten all time. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Has Christopher Nolan made? five of the top best movies of all time maybe but yeah so that that's where we disagree but again really if you haven't seen it a film that you definitely need to watch like ben said it's a time investment you will enjoy it you'll have your mind blown in certain parts but as Bro. a full-blown movie i don't know that it comes together 100 percent for me so i i cannot wait for oppenheimer either Musky. i uh i really i really i think ben had a little bit of a good point there with the with the family thing but i really take into account when rating a movie on how emotionally 
it yeah. takes the audience away from everything and how invested you get in the characters mm-hmm. and in this film it was like you feel like you've known these people your entire life it just takes you from your couch and puts you there that's fair john you connected connected with crazy like you and so i don't want to like take that away i just I guess I was. That's what I was debating y'all on. Is where no, no, everybody has time rankings. I didn't really think of his other movies. To be frank, I was thinking more of that other stuff. But your, yeah, yeah, your point's valid. Please, uh, Marco, your pick is um, this week. So, what do you know? What you want to watch? I don't. But is it right if I post it on the CW yeah, group uh, once, yeah. once we decide? Okay, yeah, we'll double check. We can stream everything. Uh, Dean, I know we're running a bit long tonight. My apologies. Can we um, hear about the pillars keep the network going? Yeah, give a quick shout out to Ian CB, Renee Mendez, Eric Mariscal, Quinn Aguirre, King Louie, Mark Pearson, <clears throat> Paul Schreiber, Equan, Chris Valencerina, Ben Thomas, Chris Letty, David Jones, mm-hmm. Sam Giss, Daminator, Joao Brada, Thomas Clark, Eric Switzer, Six Guns, Figs, Bad Fish, Toy Cartel, Sweet Sweet, Danny Lee, Dini Martin, Stephen Kripp, Big Old Fern, Cesar Marquin, Mark Phillips, Lisa Martin, Bomoski, Rick Gregorio. The Everyday Collector, Ricardo Valdez, Jose CZ, Erwin Ezecina, The Illustrious Rainer, Alan Morgan, Tukon 3, Wad, Derek B, Arias Portillo, Mark Randolph, Alvin J, Jazz Carroll, Joe Ridley, Pablo Meza, D-Rock, Matt Clemberger, Seth Tucker, CC3PO, Scott Smith, Dalmaton, Jimmy James, Stephen Purchase, Sean Usby, Scott Bradley, Steve and Maria Stanley, Eddie Manzanares, Louis Bennett, Chip Perrin, Jimmy Hernandez, Gigi the Judgmental, and Brenton Palmer. <laughs> Amazing. What a bunch of angels. Big shout out to the Patreonies. You guys definitely keep the network going. Uh, for March Patreon, we have the Papa Ox Collecting Weekly sticker. This may end up being a magnet. It just depends on a few things, but that will be uh, the part one of the next package. And then part two, the OFAC Celebration sticker. This is also available if you're at Celebration London. Uh, Ian and Pete have, I think, like 60 or 70 to pass out. So uh, if you see them there, flag them down. They should be able to give you a sticker if you're a subscriber of the channel. Uh, and yeah, so those will be going out uh, end of April. Uh, for Patreon, if you want to sign up, it starts at $5 a month for the digital tier, seven fifty for the Sweet Angel tier, uh, which is uh, access to those physical benefits, the $15 certified crispy uh, with figure fix assistance, and the $25 doubles all the stickers we send, and the POG deluxe set on your first pledge. Uh, we also have some great YouTube channel members, and full disclosure, this is not the full list. We had like a crazy um, you know, channel membership party on After Dark last week, and I'll be honest, it's the one thing I forgot to do before today's show, uh, but I will uh, definitely um, update this for next show. Uh, Mojo Z78, Absolute Irwin, LV Avenger 702, OMFG Rick, S Beam, Andres IB, Daminator, Sam Gist, Thomas Clark, Benjamin Hansen, Chris V, Big O Fern, Cram, Alvin J, Single Songwriter, Jake, OG Fan, Mark Kirsten, Ben Thomas, Paul Schreiber, Andrew Gibo, CC3PO, Carlito, CT603, Eddie Mendez, B-Chan, Fat Batman, Justin Sports Cards Museum, Philip the Fool, Kinky Sphincter, Universal Key, Eclectic Collector, and Tukantri. And again, there's more. I just don't have them on the uh, top of my uh, list there. Uh, for channel memberships, uh, you can join for $0.99 cents if you're a Patreon member or $2.99 if you're in the peanut gallery. Get exclusive emojis and uh, shoutouts every episode. Um, well, I guess I have two of those slides. Uh, for the network, we have After Dark tomorrow at 10.30. 
uh, should be, we had a really spirited discussion last week. I think it was probably one of my favorite After Darks that we've had in a long time. Uh, and then Thursday, we have Small Talk. Friday, we have Club. And Saturday, I think we're going to try this weekend to play the Red Dead Redemption 2. So that should be fun. Uh, so definitely a ton of great things for you guys to tune into this week. And of course, Sunday, we have Question of the Week. And uh, boys, we need to figure out reissue what day we're doing that. So if you guys could let me know separately, that would be great. Because uh, we did that Dark Knight um, deep dive to go into. So that'll be great. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Uh, T Public, if you want to get some swag, I think everything's on sale. It's a good time to buy right now. We just put up uh, the Papa Ox, the ha- Haas Papa from uh, with the red boots, the the uh, bingo card that Manny made for me. So be sure to check that out if you want to rep some uh, Collected Weekly swag. And uh, John, can we have a shout out here of the uh, the of uh, socials, please? On Facebook, we got Collecting Weekly as well as Collecting Weekly Auxiliary. And on Instagram, we got at Collecting Weekly, at Collecting Weekly underscore clips, and at The Everyday Collector. Hell yeah. Big shout out to Paul Schreiber. Uh, I think that may be one of our biggest super chats of all time. And I, I want to say he was the one that gave us our biggest super chat of all time. So, Paul, your generosity does not go unnoticed. Sweet angel. And, um, okay. It uh, just behind the scenes, YouTube's been really fucking us on monetization in the past two months with the changes to their, um, I don't know, guidelines or whatever. So that is fantastic. And we appreciate that. Uh Full stop. Pablo Meza, can After Dark be mandat? Can After Dark have man? Jesus, mandatory Mandalorian talk. Uh, yeah, the the people in After Dark seem to really like it, so we will. Uh, uh, yeah, we can we can work on that. We can see what we can do for tomorrow. Uh, but yeah, absolutely, I think that would be great. Um, and yeah, shout out to Paul Schreiber. Shout out to everyone in the chat. Uh, a little bit of a longer show today, but. You know, there's a lot of a lot of cool stuff to talk about. So, yeah, shout out to Marco. He's almost at a thousand subs. Really great to see that. Hopefully, we can get him there this week, whatever means necessary. And uh, yeah, that's my shout outs for for this week. What do you guys got? Everyone, two tunes in. All the right, community. there we go. Yeah, shout out to everyone that uh, purchased the shoulder pads from Zach's Wonderland. Shout out to got all a- the parents fulfill these orders now but anyways i'm zach i'm dean i'm john i'm marco and i'm ben we'll catch you on the next episode bye